Hello, fans of Dungeons and Dragons and actual play podcasts. Lovers of lore rich storytelling, phenomenal characters, and grand adventures. The Homebrew, a DD play podcast, would like to invite you to check out our actual play. We're a top charting podcast with a thriving community and over 200 hours of epic story for you to binge. I catch up on. The Homebrew is a DD 5th edition campaign reskinned as a huge sci fi space opera. Join us anywhere podcasts are found by searching The Homebrew, a DD play podcast. One more time, that's The Homebrew, a DD play podcast. Hello, I'm Liam O'Brien, and you're listening to the Critical Role Podcast. Welcome back. So, picking up where we last left off last week, Vox Machina, the growing troop of heroic misfits, having recently felled their first recent member of the Chroma Conclave, Umbrasil, the Hope Devourer, as well as destroying the current incursion of the Herd of Storms in the city of Westruin, you met with the remaining people of the town and began to decide a plan for its continued existence and the recovery of those that were displaced in these recent conflicts. Um, part of this process was meeting an individual named Carrick, who was a blacksmith who'd been in the town for a while, who unwittingly became part of this My discussion. My best friend. <laughs> um, you, uh, Grog, had spoken with the remnants of the Herd of Storms that had essentially been uh, disbanding from the name and moving west to join with the uh, River Maw, which had stepped off from the Herd not too long ago. Um, you guys had a uh, Hot Springs episode in the <laughs> mansion. Um, Scanlan, the roots. you had made your way back to uh, Kaimal, in which you, along with the aid of a few of your friends, uh, figured out a plan in which the people who had been displaced could eventually return to Westron, and also found Kaylee and spoke with her. Had your uh, somewhat tearful reunion there. Um, you guys began to construct a subterranean portion of Western that would be protected from future dragon incursion, uh, renovating and restructuring within the sewer system beneath the city. After this process was complete, you decided the next level of your trek, the next direction you would travel, would be towards the far western, northwestern continent of Othansia, specifically the city of Vasselheim that you know all so well. All of you guys stepping through, uh, a tree portal presented by Keyleth, you immediately step out into the snowy exterior of what seems like the outside of the Quad Roads in Vasselheim. And now we see what your next plan of action is. What do you guys want to do? <sighs> Light a fire. <laughs> what time is it? <laughs> yeah, what time is it? Uh, it's hard to tell right now with the cloud cover so thick in the sky, um, but you envision at this point in time it's probably mid-afternoon or so. It's just the general omniscient glow uh, through the clouds, um, kind of diffused light. But uh, based on the time that you, where you were and how far you traveled, you gather it's probably early to mid-afternoon. Well, you're the one who brought <laughs> us here, Vax. Where, where would you like to go? Uh, I need to go to the temple. 
of the Raven King. We'll come with Let's you. Let's go. I, I know where that I is. I know that you all have a lot of errands to do. I don't need everyone to come. We have a lot of errands to do? I thought so. I, my only errand is to keep my eyes on you. I have some errands, if that makes anybody feel better. I have some errands to do. <laughs> do you need any help with your errands? Um, sure. Actually, yes. I would love some help with my Don't errands. Don't let him shop, Percy. Do not let him shop. That shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I'm sure I take great offense. That's, uh, you're, you're getting smarter. That's that eagle day. form really made a difference. Rubbed rubbed off, off on him, yeah. Spit yeah. out a feather. <laughs> yeah. So, who's off to where? Where is this Raven Queen's temple? I, we've not been here many times. Are we surrounded by people? The people uh, walking about? There are actually, it, it is quite a busy time in the afternoon. Uh, there is actually a bit of hustle and bustle. Looking around, uh, just the quick glance at your vicinity in Vasselheim, um, you can see a lot of the bastions are out in force. Many of them are in the process of helping construct what looks like reinforced dragon-headed ballista. Some of the ones that you had seen towards the outside walls of the city, there are more being installed upon the inner walls and the ones in the distance appear to be under some form of construction. We, we have rooms, why don't we go claim our rooms, and I'm sure that they can lead us to everywhere we need to go. And go sense. check in at the Slayer's Take. And we can I... meet back there when everything is done. All right, do you need to check in at your temple? Or should we pretend you're not here so they don't try to make you stay? Yeah. Let's just pretend for a little bit. Yeah. Okay. And then I'll check in later. Okay. I, I, there's no rush to no. there. At least that I know of right now. <laughs> God will wait for a long time. <laughs> All right, to the Slayer's Take then. Let's do it. Slayer's Take. All right, you guys continue uh, further south into the quad roads until uh, eventually you find yourself to the Slayer's Take Guild Hall. Uh, the door is partially ajar already. It appears that somebody had left it open, um, but it is warm on the inside. You can see a fireplace hearth on the far back and to the right is already kind of filling the area with this uh, subtle, musty smoke smell and the crackling of. Uh, of Wood in the distance is a very welcoming sensation from the cold exterior of the city uh, streets. As you enter, you uh, do not see anybody at the front desk at the moment, but you do see a few other random individuals of the guild that are taken to certain tables, and some are just eating, some are in the process of uh, playing cards or passing the time. Uh, it seems to be a relatively casual day here at the Slayer's Take, uh, but your rooms are still available, uh, best as you need. And uh, what would you, re anything you specifically require in this place? Um, can I just grab one of the uh, people that are here and ask them, what's all the uh, the hustle about outside? I see them installing more. Okay, you go ahead and, uh, the one of the guys closest to you, um, you've met him briefly in passing, his name is Voran, he's a uh, uh, completely bald head with a single stripe tattoo down the center. Um, he has a, a very, very pointed long chin. Um, human, but definitely he's probably been busted in the face a few times. You can see there's just scars and uh, what appears to be bone structure that may have been reformed at times due to blunt trauma. Um, but he's just sitting there sharpening his weapons, just kind of doing doing good upon his own self, being prepared for anything. But as you come over and ask him the question, he looks up to you and goes, oh, yeah, well, um, word's gone around the town recently that there's some uh, some wandering dragon Horde tearing through Ataldore, so they're just up in security around these places just in case. Smart. I hope so. I hope they make their way here. Sighted the dragons though over here. Not to my knowledge, but uh, <laughs> I'd love to get my hand on some of them scales, huh? Oh, What's you your name? 
What's your name? Oran. What? What? Oh, Oran. <laughs> what? Loran? Loran. Loran. Because that's what I remember. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Um, it's um, uh, what? <laughs> took over 50 episodes for that to happen. We broke. I'm sorry, what, you, what was the question? Well, well when, you, when you don't take notes when I give you a character's name originally, <laughs> come back around, then it's weird when you suddenly take damage and your character starts hemorrhaging. Oh no! Lauren, 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 I was just eating an apple, why am I dying? <laughs> I'm just sitting by the fire, so. Slayer's take. So this is, this. we have seen this guy before. Yeah. Uh, some of you may have seen him passing. You haven't really had a conversation with him. He just exists within the guild. There's many many members that you've come across in the sure, Probably exist. a dragon. Pointy chin. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing wrong with those. How are the people doing? Is there a sense of worry, or do you guys feel pretty secure? And as far as this town's concerned, uh, it takes a lot more than a couple dragons to drop these wolves. It's a reason it's been around for a long time, and I, I'd like to see him try. Have you uh, ever encountered a dragon personally, Loran? I mean, uh, come across a few uh-huh. small ilk in my days. Sure, but... yeah, yep. <laughs> are you hazing Loran? No, no. <laughs> Keyleth is proud of herself because we've just killed our third, actually. Oh, that's fantastic. I love to hear it. You half-elves are a humble bunch. (laughs) (laughs) Fire! Fire! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, team half-elves, yeah! Such a good um, I I don't want to ask Matt this, but the, the... the chick that runs the Slayer's Take, her name Vanessa. is Vanessa? Vanessa. 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 Sindrian. And her husband, Merkin. Merkin. Amazing. <laughs> uh, are Vanessa and Merkin around? Merton. 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 <laughs> nope, Merkin, Merkin is no. a different thing. <laughs> yeah, very different thing. <laughs> I guess it depends on the, how, if he shakes her Really? Um, he looks at one of the back, the back room or her main office, he goes, uh, you're welcome to go ahead and knock on the door if you're feeling frisky. Should sure. we try to sell Vanessa some of our dragon bits? So, like a merchant. Well, Vanessa, they tend to be in the... They may have a buyer. Yeah. 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 I love Let's that you asked see. me that question. I know, right? What was I thinking? I don't know. Just keep, keep a few of the scales on. We could sell the fireplace and part. But Grog, come with me. Oh, we keep bag. the teeth. Keep keep enough teeth well, for we'll us. Just, we'll, 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 we'll talk about the cold bag for now and see okay. if there's anything else they want to talk about. I have an idea for teeth. Can I go find Vanessa? Mm-hmm. Let's go and knock on the door. There's a brief pause. Knock again. Vanessa! The door <laughs> swings open and you have to like duck backwards. It slams onto the other side of the wall there, kind of knocking a few knickknacks that were nearby shelf over, and Vanessa swings out. What who is calling? Hi. Ah, it has been some time. How nice of you to come and visit. May I be of service to you, or is oh, this? Oh, well, we were wondering if we could be of service to you. We happen to have acquired a great many dragon bits, and we thought you might be in need of um, buying them for your sellers, buyers, your people. Fencing them. Fence, you know. I really thought you'd be better at this. There is no fencing. No fencing, no, 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 no. You're, you're, you're a legitimate business. Legal buyers. Good, as I was hoping to hear this. Let me check my leisure. She turns around, goes back to her desk, her tail kind of flicks behind her as she steps over to her table, leans over. That has been it, it's been it. Ah, 
pulls one of the books, starts thumbing through it. It's a bit of a thing for these. Um, it, what, what color dragon? Uh, black. Hmm. Ancient. Very chromatic. Ancient black dragon. Weathered. Yeah, you might have heard about him on Brazil. <laughs> <laughs> super salty. Yeah. <laughs> Gaining confidence. Two notches. Uh, there is currently no contract for a black dragon. I do have one up for a bronze or perhaps uh, a white, but. Oh, white. Do we have any white bits left? Yeah. Did have white from back in the day. Yeah, what do you want, like so. scales or? Uh, specifically hide. If there is white oh, dragon, we? hide. That we was have the sixty dragon pounds. Dragon we killed for you before because we didn't bring. No, it was before that one. Before that one. No, but we killed one with Zara. We killed yeah, a white dragon. They killed the white well. dragon. That was we for did. a different contract. This is for a newer one that came by. Um, We've killed four dragons. Four fucking dragons. Go us. Yes, we have. You'll yes. excuse us while Four we dragons, reminisce, yeah. apparently. We're yes, it, this is amazing, the things you've accomplished. I am blown away <laughs> by the might of your capabilities. Um, I do not require anything Black Dragon. However, if a contract comes in, I know to call. Hold on to that, because that would save you a trip. All right, all right. We do have some, some white scales though, left over, yes, don't we? Yes, I think do. so. Yeah, we have like oh, 60 pounds of scales. Is hide or scales? Just scales, not hide, unfortunately. Mm. Well, I, I can I can definitely do a bit of business for you there. Uh, the hide would fetch more, but sixty pounds, you say? Yeah, sixty full to be exact. Of white dragon scales. Of white dragon scales. Okay, I would be willing to uh, continue the, at least part of this contract for this applicant for, uh, let's say, four thousand five hundred gold pieces. Five thousand gold pieces. I think is a fair price. This is not about bartering. This is what the contract says, my dear. This is beyond a, a situation of conversation. The paperwork is already signed. What if we gave you less dragon scales? Would you have said less money? <laughs> That's typically how it works. Vague <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> my dear. My delightful little dragon-hating half-elf. <laughs> we, we've been good to you. We've done many great things for you. You've done great things for us. This is a fantastic arrangement. <laughs> Same as the bookshot, sets it down. But you have signed on with us, and the deal is to fulfill contracts as they are signed, as they are written, as they are agreed upon by the person. If you wish not to accept this contract, we can just wait until somebody else picks it up and goes out and fulfills this deed at the price of which they are requesting for this. That's They're welcome to keep the scales. I think we'll keep them and we'll we'll sell them to other vendors then. Haven't we had them for like years? Yeah. I have a, I have a thing I'm thinking See, about. See, then that. it's easy for you to Hold get on. rid of them. If they've been a problem for you, they, they, sure this would be. Where are we gonna sell we, these? The yeah, world but is okay. on fire. Uh, hang on, we know it's here. We know it's here. There aren't that many white dragons walking around. Certainly not anymore. Certainly not anymore. Yeah, we know it's here. Why don't we sleep on it? Think about it. Yeah. If we're ever in a pinch for money, we can come back. Sounds good. Mm -hmm. Very so working so on that dragon immunity. As I'm so sorry. That is alright. Goodbye. <laughs> and she like shoes you out. Oh, like, Vanessa, oh, Vanessa, wait, 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 wait. Yes, um, other female half of? <laughs> That's me. Um, where's the temple of the Raven Queen? 
Uh, you are looking for the Dusk Method, uh, Raven's Crest. It is, uh, and she points loosely outward, kind of southeast of the direction of the Slayer's Tag Guild Hall. It's kind of hard to miss. It's giant black ominous. Uh, <laughs> you'll see it. And she kind of Ray- bops your nose a little bit with her finger. Now, please, out of my office, I have work to get done. Thank she kind of. Oh, thank you. Corn strength to you. That is nothing for me. Sam's a lot shot. more than what she was offering, just for the record. They're worth so much more. To whom? We haven't ever sold them or come across anyone who wanted them There's just no reason There's to get rid of something tried. for wholesale. That doesn't mean we should just give them away. We also are almost full in our bag of holding, might I remind you. And 64 pounds would free up it's quite some... It's 64 pounds. It's 64 pounds. Oh, it was 64 pounds. <laughs> 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 I, I just told you. Well, I could get rid of some like 20,000 gold. To whom? I don't care. We also have um, fifteen uh, cases of expensive ass bottles of wine. I'm, 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 I'm just going to point out since we and should just we should drink, drink those. those. We should yeah. drink those first of all. It is the only thing that makes sense. Okay. But and, and I feel and I apologize if it seems like I say this a lot, but I do have a castle that we can drop things at, and we can oh. leave them there. And then perhaps get back to them at a later. To be fair, Percy, you you do a lot to remind us to or to try and forget that you're titled. So you, to you, be fair, have we ever gone back for something before? Ever yes. in our entire travels? We can't. We we what? We, can't. we we needn't stay here long. I don't think what I'm here for is going to take too long. I hope um, we could go to Whitestone next. Yes, that would right. be and just drop everything off. All right, create a little nest of what we need. Yeah. Let's go find your queen. <laughs> you found the troll there. What do you didn't have you? in there? There are six basilisk eggs. Oh, I bet, I bet those have gone bad. really bad. I reach in the bag of holding and think about okay. one basilisk egg. Sure, they smell. Pull out a basilisk egg. Do they just turn to stone? Roughly like that side. It's kind of like a dull grayish blue hint. Self, sulfuric. This is somewhat very, very vague sulfurous scent on the outside of the egg. I'll put it back in the bag. All right. Oh, we could make stink bombs with it. Ooh. Yeah, we could. Good idea. I All like right. that. So what's next? We go see the Raven Queen. You go see the Raven Queen, and we wait outside. I didn't say anything. Uselessly. I didn't say anything. Is it in the direction of where I have to go? Uh, where are you heading? I need to resupply everything. That's the opposite direction. Okay. You're heading to the Braving Grounds. They're uh, heading to the Dusk Meadow. Oh, I like the sound of that. I'll go with you. Yes, you will. I'll come with you as well. Yeah. Thank you. Three. Who else? Any other takers while uh, Vax gets a tattoo? <laughs> Another tattoo? Well, I, think I thought you were. Is that not what you're doing? That's what he's it doing. It is, it Grant. is. I'm getting a tattoo. Yes. Yeah. Or is it like. say Philip Brave <gasps> across the small of my back. Philip. <laughs> Philip Full Brave. Name. Yes. Philip. <laughs> Just, just this is this is out. Of, I don't know if this is going to be any help or anything, by the way, Vax. But just in case, um, I'm going to reach in and pull out the mask and hand it to you, to to Vax. Mm. Just in case. I don't know. Um, uh, thank you, Percy. Yes. Do you still have that raven skull I gave you? I do. We'll talk about that. All right. But that. I found that in moments when I was feeling less than brave, that pretending to be somebody else on occasion, even afterwards, can be helpful. Is there anything left inside of this? 
just some spit. <laughs> That's and right. something that smells nice in the front that will help, helps uh, cleanse the air. All right, Percival. I don't know why I'm feeling, I'm feeling, uh, what would be the word, superstitious. Oh, I was going to say giving. <clears throat> she is ornery today. Sorry. Uh, oh, I kind of like it. You know. Angry. <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's get this shit done. All right. So you three are going to the Braving Grounds. You four are going to the Desk Meadow. Yar. Okay. All right, so. Uh, you three, making your way towards the Braving Grounds, uh, following suit after Percival, you make your way up, uh, not quite the Trial Forge, which is where you had your last uh, discussion and brief showdown with Earthbreaker Grun. Um, still seeing the large statue of Kord looming over the entirety of the realm. You can still see the large columns of dark smoke and soot coming out of the various uh, forges, the various uh, mining encampments, and a lot of the folks there that are working on different pieces of iron and metal. Um, you, I assume, make your way to a very familiar uh, abode. <laughs> of all the options of the world that you've given me. Ah, well, uh, alright. You, uh... <laughs> okay. This is really uh, your fault you, as much you, as it's mine. You, you, uh, yeah. you, you come up to the outside of a familiar hovel. Um, previously damaged, missing part of its roof. The roof is mostly repaired. You actually see two individuals are over the top of it, hammering pieces of wood into it. Uh, not a very fine job, but definitely enough patchwork to keep the rain and snow from pouring in. Um, the door is partially open as you approach. Oh. <laughs> you might be blown up if you go in there. I know. Should we wait outside? Uh, let's just all just be ginger. Hello? Victor, are you home? It's Percy. Silence. Want me to go in and investigate? Uh, hold on. Hello, you up there? Hello? What? Where is the owner of this uh, um, domicile? I don't know. I haven't seen him. How long has he been gone for? Was he, um, couple hours. Oh, oh he's not dead. Though. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any idea where he's been off to? I haven't seen him leave. Well, I'm going to pop in and check really quickly. Just letting you know. Your funeral. <laughs> <laughs> I gingerly open the door. Can I check for traps? Boy. <laughs> you may make an investigation <laughs> check. <laughs> We're standing right here. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, that's not that bad. Uh, investigation. Uh, I've never used that. 11. Oh. Uh, 12, 12. 12, okay. <laughs> You put the door open and kind of search the ground and the area before it and the uh, the actual frame of the door itself. No traps. All right. Um, glancing inside, though, you can see a little bit of light. Looks like there's a hooded lantern across the way and just a little bit of light that's flickering and it's kind of going against the wall nearest to you, to your right, as you enter. The same familiar smell of uh, fresh earth, um, kind of really, really, really dry dust 
and a very familiar smell of explosive black powder material. Oh dear. Um, Is Victor in there? No, I don't see anybody in here. Well, should we just purchase what you need via the honor system and leave some coin behind? Well, he's not necessarily always a uh, believer in coins. Sometimes he just wants some trade. Also, I need to talk to him about some personal issues. Poof. You see uh, off to the side, what you didn't initially notice as you entered, but appears to be a wooden kind of trap door in the far corner that <laughs> Oh, sweet gods of Pelor! And you notice that uh, apparently something, uh, a large sack of some heavy material has rolled off a nearby table and is now currently holding the door down. Uh, okay, I'm going, going to, to I'm going to go try and lift it. Okay. You lift it up. Come on! My on! He—he tried to kill me! <laughs> no, no, hello, Victor. I was just trying to give you money. You, you were stuck. You had gotten stuck down. What is down there? This is my mine. I'm building. Your mine? His Mayan building. Can you <laughs> I can't understand simple English. Don't put things on top of the door. It makes it hard to get out. Something's happened to him. Are you all right? <laughs> I'm okay. <laughs> Are you sure? No, I've been knocked down here for hours. Oh, no. Um, Rob Scandalin, uh, um, come on in. He's, he's. Help me out! Oh, he raises his hands up. You can see now where once was two, now is none. Oh. oh. You have to build him a hand. I know. Just help him out. Can you lift him up? Can you, can you lift, lift him up? The, the <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, all right, yeah. I grab, it, I grab the stump and I pick him straight up again. I shake him a little bit. <laughs> I need him mostly intact. Oh, so like on the ground? Uh, treat, treat him slightly better than you would treat a member of your own family. Don't shake me too hard. More than slightly better. Much better. Oh, no. oh don't shake him too hard. Oh. I'm not there. Gas. Sure. <laughs> Thank you. And he pats you on the head with his nub. Oh. Goes over and see because he's kind of bandaged. He goes over and then pulls the ladder up that he didn't use. <laughs> Closes the <laughs> ladder. <laughs> okay. So, what do you want? Well, I was I was hoping to buy a little bit more black powder from you, if possible, and uh, I was curious if you had anything else for sale, and I wanted to ask you a couple questions uh, just about other customers again, just uh I know. Yes! I can! I have powder. You do? I can sell you more powder. Question one. Yes. How much? One question? Uh, first question. First question? Has a one-armed lady, a one-handed lady, uh, a, a, a doctor come by to purchase? Not a lady. I am an honorable man. I, 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 oh, I know. Him. I, and I would, I would never insult your honor or um, preferences of any kind. But are you saying I'm pretty, <laughs> Victor? I think you know how I feel about about that. But you're a very attractive man, and. I'm taking on me. I know it. I'm taking. He's taken. Are you are you dating right now? No, I'm just taking. Okay. 
understand. I'm sorry. I'm good. <laughs> How much? Um. Well, I was going to offer. I was originally going to offer some gold, if you like. But if you if you like, I could make you a tool that you could use with your current predicament uh, as some sort of simple clawing mechanism for grasping, lifting, not getting caught in maybe, your mind. Maybe, maybe trade, maybe claw. I love trade. Trade is brilliant. Build and bring. Build and bring and we trade. I would ask one other thing if I'm to do this for you. One oh, other so thing. many questions! Does she have questions too? Does I, she have questions too? I do have a question. Do you have a question? <laughs> yes, I do. I don't. None. I like him. What's your question? I'm just looking for a hat shop. Is there a hat shop around here? Um. And he's just pulling around for a bunch of pile of oiled rags and shit. He pulls up a looks like a, a small burlap sack that's torn somewhere at the opening. Oh God! Oh, <laughs> all right. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I beg you. Happy to help. Uh, okay. That was everything I could have hoped for. And don't get near the fire. <laughs> really don't. Thank you. Has Doctor Ripley has a, has a woman come by to buy black powder? One hand, one mechanical hand, one normal hand, mechanical hand. The one you're saying you can make? I'm going to make you something a nice, useful claw piece. Yes. So you're saying that this woman made a better hand than you can make? No, I can make a better hand. Then make me a better hand! Why would you give me a lesser hand? I, you're going to need to give me quite a bit of black powder for that. And more questions. Oh, really? I <laughs> <laughs> a bad day. Is that recent? That doesn't look that recent. Oh, that's recent. That's wet. That's wound. very it's wet. It's pretty oh. recent. Okay. Oh. I can work with that. I can work with that. I'm going to go construct you something that will be perfect for your needs. I have a great idea. I will need another hogshead and a half of black powder and a little information about another customer, and then I will leave you to your work. Is that fair? He turns around, rushes over, and grabs the same hog, <laughs> phantom hog's head that he has lying around his place. Eats a lot of pork. Before, before he fills it with powder, he goes over into Scanlan and he goes, <laughs> Too big. <laughs> fills it with black powder, carefully brings it over, kind of like holding it under his arm. Thank you. Ah, I will put this in something reasonable. Um, I'll be back in just a little bit with, uh... Actually, do you have a glove that you used to wear or anything like that? Do you have something? Yes! Okay. He pulls his back and pulls out the, the glove that was on the hand, and you can see it's blown apart and burned to cinders. I can take measurements from that. Fingers just... gone. It's just more of like, more of a sleeve with like a charcoal edge. I'm going to be busy. Okay, can you can you cast the, 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 the... No, but Keyleth can, and I think that would save you a lot of time. I'm not here. No, nope. she's not here. No, but we can go get her and come back to 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 just fix his hand. I don't think she can just fix she, his someone hand. Someone can restore something. I can. I can. Not today. Well, I can you over may time. Give it a try. <laughs> well, <laughs> while I'm tempted, live. do you? Would you just? You can regrow it. I feel like I made a deal. I just don't have to sit. sit I think it. he would prefer a real hand than a claw hand. Would you prefer a real hand or a claw hand? Depends. How cool is the claw hang? <laughs> That's what I thought. 
I would much rather you spend time on projects for us than projects for him. This is projects for us. It's pretty cool. And believe me, I need. I would, I would like to, keeping him happy is pertinent because I'm. St- I can make this myself. It's just very can difficult. We regrow his hand. Hey, Percy. He yes. wants the claw to be cooler than that lady's claw hair. That's very easy to do. She has no aesthetics whatsoever. All right, well, then f the old original hair. Let's That's give him a Don't worry about it. Oh yeah. Okay. All so, right. Yes, it'll be fine. Uh, and if you if you can't do the mansion, I know where I can go get some work done. But oh, fine. you want me to make? We we have the Slayers take. They have a workshop, don't don't we? If not, I know where I can oh. I can work on something. I will be back. I will not leave town before I've delivered to you something. <laughs> he takes the hog's head. Oh, absolutely fair. Completely. Trade when you bring hand. Yes, of course. Then I deliver with new hand. And <laughs> all is well. No more questions! No. Uh, no. That's fine. We'll be back. It'll be good. You're small. <laughs> I need a big hat. <laughs> Can't help you, sorry. All right. Are you going to go find a hat shop, then? Uh, maybe. If we pass one. Uh, all right. Uh, we will be back. <laughs> Stay safe. Okay, Stay don't touch the door, please! I, uh, yes. No. <laughs> Just... <laughs> we'll be back. Bye! <laughs> I'm going to go find a workshop and All right. work on something. Thank you. We'll see you later. <laughs> it's big. <laughs> and I'm just right. It's, uh, it's the thing. I'm undecided about you. It's, you're not alone. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to go see if the Slayer's We're take has a, has a... <laughs> I cannot handle any more of that. It was just... Well, that was brutal. I, was, I just I feel like I just feel oh. like yeah, you have to have a little. Oh, oh, so much. Oh, I just thought you were gonna not make him not there, so you didn't have to do it. Oh. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, He's just not oh. home. Sorry, guys. Mm. <laughs> oh, I love him. Victor's on vacation. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna go see if there's a if if there's not a blacksmithing uh, if there's not somewhere where I can do a little bit of basic smithing work and technical work, then I'm gonna just go find that blacksmith from last. There's time. basic materials. Um, to do essentially weapon repairs, armor repairs, minor armor construction within the Slayer's Take. If you want something that's going to be a little more to the, side, the level of what you're doing, you may have to actually rent out a facility. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go find that that young chap from before. Okay, yeah, easy enough to do. Um, if you want to rent the forge for the day uh, to craft whatever it is you're looking to craft, uh, he's charging you fifty gold for the day. Fifty gold for the day. Can I use all all of his tools and mm-hmm. I'll, and, and just my own material. Yeah, we have to supply our material, but yeah, he'll let you run it. Um, I'm gonna, yeah, run find Vax, get my stuff, and go to work. Okay. You guys, you four, make your way over towards the Dusk Meadow. Now... Trinkets out. Trinkets out? <laughs> Come on, trinket. <laughs> Rolls his head against you and kind of licks the side of your face, happy to be out of that stuffy little necklace. Um... So you make your way towards the Dusk Meadow, which you've seen before. It's it's a very comparatively kind of glum-looking area of the town, hence the name that accompanies it. But this is the area of the city that uh, contains the, um, uh, the Raven's Crest, the Amaranthine Oubliette. Uh, it also contains um, the entire town's catacombs. This is where this is where since the town's existence, all of the dead are interred perpetually deeper and deeper and deeper beneath this part of the city. 
Um, this is this is also one of the oldest libraries that the city has kept here as well. Um, but as you approach the outskirts of it, you can see a very fine line between this area and the birth heart, which is the Melora uh, section of the city. There's a very, very wide river divide between the two of them, and it's like night and day, back and bath, uh, very, very, very directly uh, between the two of them. You can see on the lower side, there's just stalks and stalks of uh, corn and other um, vegetation that's being grown uh, for food. Um, there's almost like a lush forest that curls on the outside of it that doesn't match the rest of the indigenous uh, trees you've seen in this area of Othansia. Uh, the entire um, birth heart area where the, where the temple is to Melora is just this, this kind of plucked out of nowhere section placed into it, and you move over to the Dusk Meadow, and it's just like the color has left the vicinity. And there you see in the center of this part of the town this, this large, looming, ominous obsidian and gold structure. Um, it's it's like a giant black stone eerie. It has no intricacies from this distance you could see. It's almost like a giant square uh, building that is just a void of light with little bits, little glimmers of gold and the light catches it at moments. Um, it's hard to miss and definitely stands as a centerpiece to this section of Asselheim. The whole walk over, I've been talking a lot, <laughs> mostly to Trinket, uh, just... You know, scratching behind the ears, saying, Buddy, you've been trapped in there a while. It's good to see you out. <laughs> Your uncle. He doesn't come. mind it. He doesn't mind being in there. I'm sure he doesn't. I'm just happy to see him. So he presses his nose under yours and kind of lifts your chin up and kind of like bite your lip a little from the sudden impact of this very large bear, but it's all it's all with love. And yeah, it's <laughs> cold. You sure you don't want to go back in? Nah, you don't want to go back in. I know. Hey, Pike. I just think, nervous talking the whole way I there. I think Vax is talking to himself. He's very nervous yeah. right now. This big deal. Yeah, this temple is very, um, it's lovely. <laughs> it's gorgeous. It's very intimidating. Do you know anything about this? You've lived here for a while, Pike. I've heard of it. I've, You've never been in? I've never been in. You do know from your time here and what little you've heard that Part of the purpose of this vicinity is not just to inter the dead um, within part of these catacombs, and uh, the library here is kind of a, a loose partnership between uh, the, the worshippers of her and uh, those who follow Ayun. It is a, a, a center for knowledge and history kept within the city. Um, but you'll see throughout the town and the landscape, the outer wall that surrounds this entire portion of Vasselheim, there are repetitive glyphs that line this entire area. And from what you've heard, at the very least, most of these glyphs, which you see across the corners of roadways, and many which that surround the actual entrance to the, the catacombs, um, it is a perpetual enchantment that is to seal any sort of possible undeath. Um, there once was a terrible scourge of, of undeath in this part of the uh, landscape long ago. Uh, corresponded with the battle hundreds of years ago, and since then, the reinforcement has been put in place to prevent that from happening again. So the downside is that the power of these glyphs that prevent undeath also prevent any actual vegetation from existing in this area as well. So all the ground that you come across, no grass, no, no natural vegetation, it's just dirt and ash 
in dust. Can we recognize the language in which the runes come from? Um, in, there, 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 there are, the, the magic itself is, is divine in nature, but it's based in the same very, very base draconic glyphs that a lot of arcane magic is based on. It's very, it's old magic. Um, it's old. But uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's based in some sort of divine ritual. What did you say the name of was of the Raven Queen's temple again? Yeah. Uh, the temple itself is referred to as Raven's Crest. Raven, Raven's Crest? Raven's, Raven's Crest, yes. Okay. How are you feeling, Vax? I'm all right. Um, I'm just gonna talk to my sister for a minute. Okay. Um, you know, I know you wanna, I know you, I know you wanna be here. I know you don't want me to come. I don't, I really don't. I know, and I won't, if you're sure. I put you in this place and I feel terrible about it and I know you're extremely nervous. Trinket can sense it too, you know, he's very in tune with those emotions and I just... Listen to me. Mm. You did not put me in this place. No one put me in this place. And everything's gonna be fine. Everything will be fine. And I, I tug her sleeves and make them a little more orderly and I move a bit of hair out of her face and I do a button that's not done. <laughs> Everything's gonna be fine. Unbuttoned, actually. <laughs> that's all right. Just wait here, I'll be out a bit, all right? Yes. Everything's fine. I know, everything's fine. Yeah. You don't need to be nervous either. I'm not. I will be here, waiting for you when you come out. No. I'll I see. love you. You know I'm I proud of you, soon. you know. She's gonna, she's just gonna love you so much. And who knows, you might have a new girlfriend when you come out. <laughs> I've heard other people have dated gods before. I've heard it's done. That cashew guy. Anyway. You're gonna wait here for me, right? I'll be right here. <laughs> and then I drop the smile as I walk off towards the other two. Okay. Which, as you turn and look, when you originally approached the, the stairs that lead up to the entrance of this, this large structure, uh, just empty, doors closed. There, there was no guard post on the outside. It was just these two looming, almost like dark glass-type doors, about 12 feet tall and about eight feet wide on each side. They're just locked shut. As soon as you turn to walk towards them, the door is open and you see a figure standing there at the door, just looking directly at you, or at least you assume looking right at you. It's hard to see. Um, this individual, um, somewhat lithe in physicality, uh, is wearing long, dark robes, and their face is shrouded in opaque black cloth, like a death shroud that just blocks the entire face. You can see the hint of like a jawline, a nose. It looks to be a person of some uh, background in there, but they're just standing there watching you. And as soon as you react to their appearance, the hand just beckons quietly. You expecting me? All right. I've brought a couple friends. Is that permissible here? They'll keep quiet. I turn to Vex. Keep him safe. I swear to you, we're all coming out of here alive. I know. But if like an hour passes and we don't, maybe come in? But we're all coming out of here alive, so don't worry about it. 
And I, I squeeze her hand. I'll, I'll make sure he gets out okay. I promise. All right. Okay. Please be safe. It'll be fine. It'll It'll just be be right here. Yes. Waiting here with Trinket. Okay. Just calmly leaning against a wall. No big deal. Okay. We've faced way more terrifying things than a few, albeit creepy, men in robes. I don't even think she's that bad. She's not going to be bad. Guys. Just go. We'll go. We're fine. We're fine. As you step up to the stairs, the figure leads you all inside. And as you step into the main ch- center of this, this this initial walkway chamber, the figure doesn't enter with you. It just closes the door behind you. Boom. You can feel the just hint of vibration of impact as the door is closed shut. It's dark. Uh, it's lowly lit on the inside, and it's interesting. From the outside, it looks like a black, like solid, impossible to see through building from the inside. You can actually look out, and the entire building is made of this this glass, this like somewhat warped, uh, dark, dark glass. And you can see almost the entirety of the outside from your position. The doors are held aloft into it. It's it's a, like a one-way type enchantment or the construct, the material itself, is somewhat translucent from this side. Like um, an interrogation room, like one-way mirror type of thing? Kind of, or like a very, very dark pair of sunglasses, but like made of naturally formed rock almost. Um, Noticing that, I turn and just sort of look at my sister for five or ten more seconds. She doesn't see you, and she just stands there quietly, looking around, inspecting the vicinity. Let's drink it a little. Let's do this. <laughs> do I do I feel anything being in here? You just feel a natural tremble stepping into a place of powerful divine influence that is not the warm comfort of Serenray, which has protected you before. Now, you understand the way many deities work in these lands, and your place in it, and Serenray's place in it, and you know enough about the Raven Queen to know that this is not an unwelcome place, per se. Um, go ahead and roll a religion check. Twenty-three. Um, you understand the Raven Queen uh, has also not always been the the one who holds sway over the domain of death, the domain of winter, um, the domain of fate. Um, once mortal, uh, the Raven Queen ascended as a uh, essentially a follower and partner to the previous god of death, which his name has been erased from the books. Um, this mortal ascended many, many, many years ago, um, pre-Second Spark, and has since taken what was once a tyrannical position of death and the afterlife of souls, um, and took it instead as the natural transition that it is. However, due to a lack of respect or at least a lack of, uh, for lack of a better term, belief or trust from the other gods, she only gained dominion over the actual moment in transition, not of the actual souls of the afterlife. That influence was given to others. Um, but the, the Raven Queen represents one of the most feared elements of life, which is the end of it. But you also know that that is a natural thing. 
Your personal belief is up to you. The sense you get here is that being an individual that worships life, that worships redemption, that worships second chances, you can't help but swallow a little hard the idea of a god that's purpose is to make sure that if you're destined to have one chance, it stays one chance. As you begin to walk down this hall, ever so slow as it is, each footfall deafening in the clack. The hallway leads on for another 100 feet or so before the glass, uh, somewhat translucent material shifts into the next chamber into an almost deep gray and ivory ice-like interior. The dark, coal-black exterior you've seen now transitions into what feels like a very finely carved uh, piece of architecture from ice and bone. Do uh, I get the sense as a druid, as an Ashari, that we've switched into another plane? Uh, go ahead and roll a. Uh, roll an arcana check. Just to make this isn't as much a nature based thing, yeah. Oh, I rolled a 19. Oh, 21. Oh, dear. Uh, oh, boy. Oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, from your understanding of, of transitional magic between planes, there has been no actual shift between planes. It's just the material itself um, is different upon the interior of this building. Um, as soon as you enter this place, you do see another figure walking towards you. Similar long, dark robes. However, the veil has been pulled back, and you see before you what looks to be uh, an older, Elven woman with uh, very, very bright silver hair that just kind of falls long past her shoulders, down her back, about mid-waist, uh, or down to the bottom of her waist, with a smile. You can see, as she walks towards you, a very welcoming grin. Um, as she approaches, she pays very little mind to you three, but directly to you, says, <coughs> You walk with her sight on you. You are ever welcome here. I've come to understand my place in her sight. And I think perhaps you are here for communion. Come, our most sacred chamber. The communion pool awaits. Only you may have entry, unfortunately. Right. Um, I plant a kiss on the cheek of each of the women. Do you need anything before you go in? Any enhancement of any kind? Just cross your fingers for me, okay? Okay. I just kind of squeeze his hand. Be careful. We're right out here on the other side of this door. If anything terrible happens, you have the earpiece. No one will stop Pike and I from getting through there if something terrible goes wrong. Rules be damned. I made my bed, now I gotta lie on it. I'll see you soon. Follow. Come, champion. The Lady of Fates awaits. 
and she turns around and leads you uh, 30 more feet to what looks to be an ascending staircase that just enters up and out of the sight of you two. Guess we'll just hang out, yeah? Guess we'll wait. Yeah. You ascend a few feet, a few foot behind her, about 40 or so feet, until it comes to a single large doorway of deep, deep, dark oak wood with what looks to be a dark iron ring in the center. As she steps up to it, she takes it and knocks on it twice. It just shifts open and leads into a central chamber now that looks about 100 feet high, and it is a large, steepled dome of what looks to be nothing but stained glass. It's awe-inspiring. It's beautiful, the colors, the light as it peeks through. Uh, the source of light, as diffused it is by the clouds, is sourceless in here. It seems like there are beams of light coming from all directions, and all the colors just are strewn across the floor and what looks like this perpetually shifting kaleidoscope of dots of reds and blues and purples and yellows and pinks and whites. You can see across the room there are three other figures that are all dressed in the same dark robes, the veils over their head, uh, varying size. You can't make out what their uh, racial background is per se, but they, uh, they're all stationed around the center of the room, in which lies, from what you can see, a very, very large, round pool of some sort of deep crimson liquid. I have come to pay a debt, and I do so gladly, and without question. What would you have of me? You came to speak with the lady. Well, the way is before you. She gestures to the pool. Walk slow and straight in. You step into it. Comes up to your ankles, to your knees. And what catches you first is the, the liquid is very thick. It is viscous in a familiar way. This is most definitively a pool of blood. Um, and it is cold. It is ice cold. As you step in, you can feel at, as it begins to seep into your boots and begins to find its way into the crevices of your outfit. As you get down to your waist, it's just chilling and you can't help but stand up straight as you step further in, not sure quite how deep it gets. And it gets deeper and deeper, out past your chest, up past your shoulders and you're not even halfway into the center of this pool before it's going past your nose. You take your last breath, hold it, and submerge yourself in the pool. Darkness around you, the cold sensation. Nothing. 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 My mouth and inhale. As you do, you feel the blood fill your lungs, and you immediately, your lungs begin to seize with the lack of oxygen. You instinctually begin to try and reach up for the water and pool, but you can't rise. You can't get up. And at that point, 
the cold, piercing pain of the liquid in your lungs becomes warm. All the liquid around you becomes warm. And in the darkness where you cannot see, you calm as suddenly your breathing is no longer difficult. It's natural. It's like air. And it's reminiscent of, of being in the womb of the moment of birth that you've forgotten so long ago that you're just surrounded in darkness and comfort. And piercing the center of this darkness before you, you see a very faint bead of white light just begin to spark and grow and grow. And as that light widens out, it becomes a face. A porcelain face, a nose, lips, a chin, empty dark sockets, long, dark hair that goes to crimson and surrounds you. You see a small hand reach up behind and lift you from your legs. And for what you thought was only a few feet of liquid, you look around you and it is an endless space, a space you've been before, a space that you once visited in your sleep, in your dreams. You look down below and you can see the infinite skein of threads that you were once given inspection to. As you look down, you see the very palm of the Raven Queen holding you aloft in this space as the mask pulls in close to you with a smile. The lips don't move, but you hear a voice from all directions in your head. A comforting voice, a welcoming voice. My champion, Raxeldon, you've come to me last. This was always supposed to happen, wasn't it? There is destiny. But you still guide your path where it must go. Especially you, Fate Touched. You're one of the few that bends the threads near and around you. That's why you're so interesting to me. I give myself willingly to you for the bargain that was struck. Although I question if the bargain was just the surface reason for this to happen. When one such as your unique essence walks these realms, do not think I am the only one to take interest. And do not think you are the only one either. But I was there to seize the opportunity when it arose. And as such, you are now mine. And I know that you hate me. I know that you fear me. Most do. But only because they are without understanding. Without death, life has no meaning. Finality drives change, innovation, greatness. It is the end that I bring that drives all of you gracious creations of this land to make the world better than we did, than those before me did. I would learn your ways. I would learn your purpose and I will serve. 
understand the wholeness of what it is you serve and what you represent, champion. Even after death, the soul is carried to another purpose. But it is that transition where it is at its most vulnerable. It is my charge, my gift, your gift now, to safeguard that beautiful moment. There are those that find the immortal soul one of the most pure and powerful means of energy, of sourced power in this world. That is an abomination. There are those that wish to halt the process and live eternally in some form of undeath or the other. That is an abomination. There is also a difference between bending your thread around destiny, fate touched, and perverting the thread entirely, for death is sacred. But not all deaths are destined in that moment. Some destinies require one to endure beyond the moment, to meet that moment many times before the final death is to come. We must guide those moments across this web, and as she sweeps her hand out of the nether, where she holds you in one palm, another hand reaches out, and the entire web of threads just glows below you in this curling wave out into infinity, into the horizons endless to each side of you and beyond. So, to bend destiny, to bend these fates, is within our sphere of influence. It's those that find a way to cheat this destiny. Halt the progression. Corrupt their thread to the point it sickens those around them. Undeath, wayward necromancy. Perversion of the sanctity of the cycle. And our very domain is an atrocity and must be stopped and stamped out. That is our cause, your cause now. Do you still accept this gift? You, Vaxeldan, I've had my eye on you for some time and the smile curls into this much wider smile to a point of bringing somewhat perturbing. Your dual nature, rushing prematurely towards your end, wantonly throwing your life before the flames, only to pull away in those last moments. Instinct. You test your path constantly, without knowing You've been preparing for this mantle your entire life. My beautiful champion. The smile subsides. The face goes stone. Lack of expression. Blank. The hand pulls back, and you now can see the full immensity of her size. Her body infinitely long, looking down before it disappears into darkness. And as you look up, suddenly the mask is there before you, but normal, human-sized. You're no longer in her hand. You're standing on a floor, a floor of the same white, ice-bone-type substance, the interior of Raven's Crest, 
seem to be built from. And for a brief moment, you see before you the woman before the god, the ascended mortal, no larger than you. From the hair that topples down the sides, a hand reaches up and grabs the mask and pulls it away. Beneath the mask, you see a very beautiful, very sad-looking woman. Her eyes are cold and red in the iris. Her skin flawless and smooth, white, pale, sunless. Her brows thin and furrowed. She steps forward and touches the side of your face. There are those who will be frightened of you. But know what we do is one of the most important gifts of all. And she grabs your head, pulls it down and kisses you in the forehead. At which point suddenly your lungs fill once again with searing white pain. You find yourself scrambling about, instinctually spilling out liquid all around you and you finally come out on top of the communion pool. Your eyes open and you can see just red crimson pouring in your vision. You rub it out and you're in the chamber alone. Eyes wide, swimming around. You can see the figures on the side come to the edges. They all bow. The figure that led you in stands at the mouth of this pool where you entered. She's smiling and she has her hand extended. She lifts you out of the pool. Uh, one of the other figures runs up and takes one of the dark robes that they have and pulls it off around them, revealing just a simple dark blue and black outfit beneath. Still wearing the veil, but wraps the dark robe around you as the liquid is now back to its freezing cold sensation. Your teeth are chattering. And they lead you back to the door you entered, down the stairs and into the central chamber where both Keyleth and Pike await. You guys turn and see, descending the stairs, being uh, flanked, essentially, by two of the members of the Raven's Crest, uh, both the shoulders with a dark robe wrapped around a uh, very cold and somewhat freaked out looking Vaxeldan, who has smeared red across his face. His hair is thick with uh, viscous crimson liquid. Run over. <clears throat> I stand at the bottom of the stairs and I watch. I got answers in there, but they led to more questions. What am I to do with those questions? The woman who led you in there smiles and says, that is the nature of death. We can't have all the answers, my friend. It's the pursuit of those answers that drives us. Do you trust her? I do. Perhaps you'll find those answers one day. Thank you. Thank you. They pull the robe off, and they all head back up into the chamber, leaving you all there in the room alone. I walk over. Mm. 
shell-shocked. You look well. It's gonna be good. What did she say to you? <clears throat> did she speak to you at all? In the climate-ravaged world of 2072, the city of Pura stands as a miraculous green haven. Pura is a geoengineered paradise that protects its fortunate residents from the global catastrophes of heat domes, fires, floods, and droughts. In a time when the world outside is unsafe, it's vital for Pura's existence that people rally behind the purpose of the city, and Demetria Lopez, head of the city's public relations, tirelessly promotes its idyllic image. But when she stumbles on a dark secret that, if exposed, would be the downfall of Pura's existence, she must decide who and what she's willing to protect. From Wondery, the makers of Academy and Dr. Death, The Last City stars actors Ray Seahorn, Jeannie Tirado, and Maury Sterling. Follow The Last City on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of The Last City early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hello, fans of Dungeons & Dragons and actual play podcasts. Lovers of lore-rich storytelling, phenomenal characters, and grand adventures. The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast, would like to invite you to check out our actual play. We're a top-charting podcast with a thriving community and over 200 hours of epic story for you to binge. I catch up on. The Homebrew is a D&D 5th edition campaign reskinned as a huge sci-fi space opera. Join us anywhere podcasts are found by searching The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. One more time, that's The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. You speak? Yeah. To her? S sometimes. Do you understand? I don't think you ever, any of us can fully understand. I think if we did, then we would be gods. <clears throat> Do you believe? Yeah. Yeah. 
I don't know why, but... This was fate. Is that what she told you? That this was fate? No. You just... I know it here. Why? Everything has led to it. You and I wouldn't be standing here if my sister hadn't stolen a broom. Where's the sense in that? What else is it? I teleported into the stomach of a dragon with a gnome, and I am still standing here. If it is not fate, what is it? I don't know. As someone who is constantly questioning mine, I don't think I'm the right person to ask. But I do know one thing. And I grab his hands. You were amazing and talented and special way before she found you. If anything, we can call her a god. We can also call her a great opportunist. She didn't give you anything special. The Vax that I see before me right now is no different than the Vax that I saw before me ten minutes ago. I'm not saying that what you experienced wasn't real and true. I believe you wholeheartedly. This is real. This was meant to be. And I am on board. Is it what was meant to be or what you just really wanted? And it found you. <laughs> it is not what I wanted. Um, thank you. Thank you. I, 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 I need to see my sister. And I head off towards the exit. You guys make your way the outside of Raven's Crest. The doors open once again. The figure that lets you in is waiting for you, opens the doors. You see the doors open. I jump up immediately. I've bitten off all my fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> Rushing down the stairs, you see Pike Keyleth and your brother, uh, a little better spirits than he was when he first entered, if a little uh, damper and redder. Is that blood? It was is really, that blood all over you? It was Did she really hurt you? weird, uh, but it's fine. I told you I'd be fine. And I get I'm out of rag and I start just wiping everything off. 
You're alive though. It doesn't make any sense, does it? Oh my god, are you stronger now? Are you like so strong? I think I might be a bit weaker, actually. Oh, I don't believe it. I have the jelly legs. <laughs> Do you want to ride Trinket for a while? Could I? Yes. He's going to get sticky. No, he loves the taste of blood. Mm. <laughs> oh, Trinket. Trinket comes over and kind of begrudgingly lowers himself so he can oh, climb buddy. on. Don't, no, don't lick. Don't He's lick. really light. Scrawny, scrawny, scrawny. But don't lick. Trink, please. Just one kiss. No good. One good mm. lick. <laughs> later, buddy, later. <laughs> later. I climb on top. <clears throat> Aren't you glad you got out of the Pokeball for this? <laughs> I give uh, a quick look back at the my friends. And then I kind of take a nap on Trinket. Okay. So everything's good then? He's good? Everything's fine? I, I think so. I mean, it's was very different, but that doesn't mean it's wrong. He talked to her? He talked to her. Were you there? No. They didn't let us in the room. Oh. Well, I'll he, find out. We stood outside. All it, He didn't talk much about it. Maybe you can find out more. All he said was that he knows that this was fate. Well, good. He has a purpose. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. No, that's one way of looking at it. Oh, I keep him steady and I walk next to him. Okay. You guys eventually make your way back to the Slayer's take. The three of you guys, what are you doing while this is transpiring? Eating my mechanical ventilator. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've sent him with a shopping list. Okay. What, is, um, what have you been sent to acquire? I'm going to need a cheap gauntlet, um, some saddling straps, three tankards, a pickaxe, and two clumps. Get some ice. All right. Uh, how much gold do you give him? Um, You've got I've got, that's right, I've got, um, I, I, four gold. <laughs> I give. <laughs> I've also got a five pound bag of gems, I don't do. forget. Um, I do, I give him, I give him a. Does he want, does he want This wine? is what Was happens. that regal? That was regal. <laughs> Don't 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 read that. That's not. That's just, I, drew I, I don't a dick on his picture. I <laughs> and I need that man's dick to finish the arm. Yeah, that'll go um, well. I, despite despite the the, the 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 dick on my page, I'm going to give Scanlan a um, hundred gold to take with Grog to 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 find some junk items that they can they can put together. Oh, I'm going with Grog to shop? All right, sure. All right. If you're if you're down. Yeah. Uh, do yeah. We'll, we'll go for all that stuff. Do we do we find success? Uh, I want you guys to go ahead and roll uh, actually for for you just go and roll a general charisma check. To ask around and get people to give you the proper information. I love you. This, what is this? Just charisma? You just add your charisma modifier. 18. 18. Yeah, within a, a, a very brief period of talking to the right people and smiling and, and, and getting folks to listen back to you, eventually you're sent uh, or you're given information on where each piece of the each piece of that list is able to be found. Um, they're not too crazy items. So a lot of them general stores, uh, general armor. Um, I don't even need an articulated gauntlet. It just needs to be a yeah, just clamp a basic gauntlet. clamp uh, clamp gauntlet. So. We also find a hat store. <laughs> you want another beret? Not in the braving grounds, but you can definitely find one on your on your journey uh, in the quadroads. I'll if I can take an extra side side journey and find a hat shop. That would certainly, be certainly. Do you go with him? 
Fuck yeah. <laughs> it's just you got, that scrog. You guys make it. your way to the uh, the busy streets of the quad roads, eventually asking around, you find yourself across uh, what's called the sore socket haberdashery. The sore socket? Sore socket haberdashery. I love it. I love it. Um, as, and the, the picture outside has kind of like a, a caricature of a guy smiling with a giant black eye. Um, <laughs> you, walk, you walk inside, and it's, it's, it's like a small... Localized bar, not like a, a, a tavern by any means, but it has like one small little setup in there for just general beer and just loads and loads of hats, leathers, cloth, all kinds of, uh, of, of silly circumstances. You see some nice fancy hats, big feather plumes. You see joking hats that have multiple colors and looks to be bells hanging from them. Uh, as you step into the room, you see two other just random individuals that are looking around shopping, and in the far end, you see coming through a big thing of curtains, what looks to be a, a rather rotund woman in her late 40s or so, big, big curls in her dark brown hair, and maybe a little too much makeup on her face. She goes, darlings, what are you looking for? What can oh, I get man. you? Are you looking for hats? Oh, man. I assume you're looking for hats. Wow, yeah, we've come to the right place. Oh, Josh, you're missing out on this one. <laughs> Hi, ma'am. Uh, my name's Scanlan. This is Grog. Um, uh, we're just, I, I needed one hat, but you have such a fantastic selection. Maybe we'll pick up a few. How much money do I have left over from his hundo? <laughs> After all those materials, uh, I'd say probably asking around in your high charisma, you probably have about sixty. Bro, we got money. Let's let's get some hats. <laughs> My name is Deezra, dear. Deezra. So nice to Lovely meet, to meet you. you. You're so adorable. We've heard so much about the store. Really? Yes, far oh, and wide. Oh, I can guarantee you it's all true. <laughs> <laughs> and you, you're so big, you're so strapping. I am. And beard, and she kind of tussles the beer with her fingers. Still <laughs> <laughs> <Stop. laughs> Little food bits uh, fall out. <laughs> I, I, I'm here to buy just one quick thing in particular, then we'll be on our way. I just want a very tall hat. Just very tall black hat. With tall. A, with a point. Like, point at the top. proportionally tall or like regular? Like a big triangle hat. Hmm. Like a wide brim. Like a wide black hat. Just like this. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of thinks for a second. I don't care anything right, like that, that but I can make it. you what? something if you don't mind waiting a bit. Uh, I could come <laughs> back for it another day, perhaps. Oh, well, at least let me measure your head, sweetie. It's not for me. Mm, do you know the size of who it's intended for? Well, her head's about a little bigger than mine. I'll make it adjustable. All right, great. <laughs> oh, all right. You have to pay half in advance. A custom order. Sure, how much? That will be ten gold now. An additional ten upon retrieval. More than worth it. I'll take it. All right. Blank. And also, can you get something for him that would really just accentuate his features? Me? Yes, you what? need a hat. Oh, this is streamlined. This is how well the look goes. But if it rains, Grog? But that's part of it. Like, my muscles ripple in the moisture. <laughs> Nothing to block the muscles. No, not at all. But I have to say, with that fine, smooth head, it does need a little uh, decoration, if you don't mind me saying. Make <laughs> You! Something in a yarmulke, perhaps? Or? I was thinking. Yarmulke? <laughs> and she whips out a, looks like this, like, fancy engraved leather cap with the two straps on the side and just shoof right over your head. It 
kind of folds everything in. The straps just go very long and dangle there. She takes yes. it and snaps yes. it underneath to where these two little danglies are now dangling from under the chin. Yes. And it just has these really intricate kind of flower patterns pushed oh, into the leather all around. I mean, I love it, Grog. I think you look great. We it, don't have a mirror really? in here. I think it speaks of the season. Is it over my ears? <laughs> is it like one of those old school leather, like leather helmets? It looks almost like the old football helmets. Old football helmets. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Do, does it do anything? Like is it, it looks masculine. You wouldn't believe. Here, let me show you. And she brings up a small mirror. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh. fear you walking down oh, the road, please. my Maybe magician. more like I uh, think more like like war, like war, death, battlefield. Like more more aggressive. This is a bit more like sheep herder. Here well, you know. all right. Um, death, battle, Maybe aggressive. Maybe something with spikes. Spikes. Bikes. Let me see what I can do. <laughs> and she runs off down the way, gets into a back room. You start hearing things kind of ding, something falls over. Ah, shit! <laughs> Eventually, she comes out. Hmm. This is less of a hat and more of a half helmet, but maybe it'll do. And she pulls forth. It looks like this very wide metal brim, almost in a, uh, a Swiss shape to a point to the front. Um, yeah, it looks kind of like a conquistador's helmet, but it's, but, but it's only the front. So it's almost like a rhinoceros horn that sticks oh, up with the front. Yes. Oh my god! The rest of it just buckles to the back of the head. So it's just a, it's just a giant metallic groove to the front. I'll take it. I don't even care if it fits. <laughs> oh, that's what I like to hear. How much is it? This will be fifty gold. Oh, is the point very sharp? Try it yourself. And I'll reach up and I'll hit it with my finger. It's all right. It can be sharpened. It's it's more for decor. It's not meant to like slice somebody in half. Uh, it could be sharpened. For <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what are you intending to do with this hat? <laughs> uh, nothing. Just look sharp. <laughs> I can do that for you, my big muscly man. That is the very ceiling of intelligence. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't that. believe you were able we to bingo that. I, I did. That was a good line. I got a notebook a somewhere. I'm going to be cleaning off that off the floor for so, you. So uh, after about uh, five minutes or so, she grinds down with what material she has to a little more. It, it does mess with some of the polish on the side, on the very tip of the metal, but it does come to a more solid point. She's like, be careful with that. <laughs> so is it like one piece, or is it like strap in the back, or is it just goes boom? It, it goes on and then straps tight in the back to fit your head. Beautiful. It's basically like a unicorn. Kind of. I mean, rhino. It's, it's like a big old rhino horn that curls wow. upward to a point there. Yeah, wow. It that looks is, a little oh. ridiculous. I'm so excited for the art. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Hold on. What do you think? Wow. I mean. Your silhouette is magnificent. <laughs> is this your variant fighting am costume? I, am I fearsome? You are. You are. We should go to a silhouette artist after this and get get something drawn. They have those. <laughs> they do. They My cut lady, it out. you are a master of your trade. Oh boy. Well, so they tell me. Um, our our mom only gave us sixty gold to spend. Could you give us both hats for sixty? We're brothers. <laughs> he. There's something went wrong with him in birth. <laughs> make a make a deception check with disadvantage. With disadvantage. Yes. Doesn't matter. Well, would a one be bad? <laughs> he goes. <laughs> you, you silly, silly, tiny man. No, seriously, we have a price agreed upon paying. Yeah, no, I got it. I got All fifty right. gold of my own. All right, twenty for me, fifty from him. 
Ooh, all up front. All right, it'll be ready for you shortly. <laughs> Takes the coin. Thank you for the patronage. Return here in about two. An hour and the hat shall be prepared for you, sir. You, uh, what's your name? My name's Scanlan Shorthalt. Scanlan Shorthalt. All right, come. Come soon. See you soon. Indeed. Can I hit my head on the doorway on the way out? <laughs> you have to kind of pull it out, yeah. You leave a nice big groove. It is nice, right? Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, eventually you all gather again back at the uh, the Hall of the Slayer's Take. You guys have just settled in and are free to continue any discussion you like as you see uh, Scanlan <laughs> Grog come in. Um, say, since you've retrieved your hat with your various wonderfully crafted accoutrement. Mm. What's up, mm. bitches? Wow. Look at that. Whoa. Look what at happened? That. <gasps> I know, uh, right? Oh. Wait for it. It adds like another 12 inches to you. I know. You look too tall. It like changes my whole battle strategy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now literally the point of the spear. <gasps> You're so <laughs> scary. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I'm a sea monster. <laughs> I'm like the most wicked narwhal of all time. Yeah. Give me a pool. <laughs> Can I try it on? <laughs> yeah, I'm putting a box in. Whoa, it's so heavy! <laughs> 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 it's like as tall as she is all. Yeah, you, you, you just see the bottom of her mouth. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, look at you! Gonna, wait, turn around 180 degrees and then run as fast as you can. Okay. <laughs> yeah, go, 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 go! Go, fight, go, fight, go, fight, go, 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 go! Okay, make a perception check. <laughs> 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 no. Nine. Nine. You go running straight out of the door. No. <laughs> you guys are like, oh, oh no, 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 Pike. Pike. She's already out the door, over the stairs. Side of the of the hall. Oh no! I'm okay. You guys rush out to go catch her, and the helmet is actually embedded way into the ground, and she's oh, kind of like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and she's just laughing. <laughs> Bro, give me out of yeah, Chicago! I'll pick her up by her feet. <laughs> that was excellent. As he's holding me up like that, I was trying to stab him with it. I'm gonna, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, get up and I put it back on the ground. Okay. Uh, Vax has been laughing hysterically, giggle fits, clutching his ribs the entire time. And then, is there any of the staff here? Uh, I mean, uh, you haven't seen uh, anyone else. You haven't seen Merton. Vanessa hasn't seemed to have left. What about underlings? I mean, there are a few individuals here that are part of the guild hall. It's, it's the hierarchy here is more like the few that run it, and then everyone else comes and goes as they. Yeah, yeah. Come here, you. Do you have a do you have a ba- do you have a tub? Do you have a bath? Look at me. Do you have a bath? <laughs> oh, I need a bath. You look, you look pretty rough. Yeah. yeah we can. Uh, we got. We got a. Washroom in the back if is you it, need it. Is it hot? I feel like I need it to be hot. You get what you get. It's water, buddy. Okay, that's perfect. Thank you. Grog, put that hat on again. Oh, yeah, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> All the way down the hall to take it's a bath. Crazy. Okay. You I think get him drunk I don't know what you people did. No, but he just. People no. respond to fear differently. I guess yeah, so. He's gone insane. He kind of saw the face of a god. Oh. Yeah. Whatever. He did? Yeah. Yeah, well, but had a 
Yeah, by the way, why is he covered in bloodbath? I think that was part of the... Ritual? Ritual. Communion? communion, Getting to know his... talking. Did he kill a lot of people? Obviously, he did. So many grog. Oh my god! Yeah, (laughs) it was a giant battle. How many on two hands? Uh, Like at least this many. That's that's more than six. A legendary amount. I know. (laughs) Yeah. Somewhere deep in the building, far away. This is not hot. (laughs) (laughs) The gruff individual kind of chuckles. (laughs) It never is. Uh, I need you to make a tinkering check. Okay, I'm sitting with my tea and my tools, ding, ding, trying ding. to ignore these people. Can I heat water up in the ding. fireplace? Ding, ding, ding. Oh, yeah, God. yeah, it'll take a little don't explode. Ding, ding, ding. When I when I delivered oh, the materials Jesus. to him, could I oh, have, Christ. have inspired oh, no, him at all when I delivered the materials? Please, sure. <laughs> all right. Please inspire um, him. I will inspire. Oh my God. Please I'm, I'm inspire. Worth Do it. <laughs> Do it. You. Okay. Bloody gnome! So when I delivered everything, I just sang him a little song to inspire him. And I sang, Percy's gone, won't you come and kill up all the dragons? Percy's gone, won't you come, won't you come? Percy's gone! Oh my god. Alright, take your D10. Ten, ten, ten! That was better. <laughs> Thank you. I get excited. Uh, Sorry. Pretty proficiency plus tinkering plus. The, okay. Well, your proficiency is what you get with with the roll, and then it's your dex. Okay. Uh, so uh, proficiency dex. Okay. Thank you. God. Uh, it's eleven. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. What'd you roll naturally? A two. two. <laughs> Whoa. Plus plus ten. Oh. Plus ten. We made it twelve. Wow. Alrighty. It's not complicated, but I've got a good design, and it and it has. Two nifty things. What are the nifty things? Fingers. Um, <laughs> it doesn't actually have fingers. Uh, it's a it's a mitt it's a it's a it's a mitt piece strap on. Um, it can lock the thumb and lock the and and lock the hand so you can open it, lock, close it, lock. It's got little flip locks. Mm-hmm. You can detach the hand Ooh. and put a pick spike on for mining. Uh, is a it, mining punch. Is it like Young Frankenstein? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually it's 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 more it's more dust it's more Dustin Hoffman hook, but oh, sure. you know, nice. I'm just saying, go because it's got the click yeah. pull right Stop click. <laughs> I can I can do it with Good all these grouping. things. I can graph it. So <laughs> no reasonable. You it, it's not pretty. It takes you a few hours and gets you into the early parts of the evening, but you do manage to uh, uh, to go ahead and complete it. You. Uh, Managed to, to get it finished up. You're pretty proud of your work, actually, and 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 you feel as you, the whistling you're still doing as you finish the final bits. You realize the song that Scanlan sang for you, just looping in your head, happened to push you through your work and get your get your final piece completed. I, I also carved a little message inside that will not matter unless it actually becomes pertinent. Okay. You don't get to know until you ask off screen. You don't. Okay. Oh. I'm excited. Okay. That's right, DM. That never happened. <laughs> <laughs> Try me. <laughs> no, uh, okay. Do you go and deliver it? I do go and deliver it. Okay. As as the sun begins to set in Vasselheim, you make your way back over to the uh, the braving grounds. Which, as you as you look across too, this dark uh, as the night goes dark, the braving grounds itself is a whole different life to it. There are so many 
uh, forges and smelters going that there's most of the buildings have this bright orange glow through the ceiling at these various openings where you know fumes and smoke and exhaust are set up from the various uh, production constructs and such. Um, so it, it has this this very luminescent look in comparison to a lot of the city. It's very interesting. It reminds you of like like the deep deep portions of Craghammer where most of the actual uh, fire and uh, melted rock was was being smelted and gathered and, and heated. So you make your way to the hovel, the roof worker's no longer there, and the door is closed. Victor? I've got your hand. <laughs> I'm sleeping! Do you want your hand? You want me to sleep? I don't see why they're mutually exclusive. <laughs> you hear a bunch of different locks fiddling. The door opens and you see Victor clean face for the first time you've really seen him before. And he has a nightcap that just kind of in front of his face with a little like puff ball at the end. He's like, I told you I was trying. Oh, hell. Percival. Yes, it's quite good. I love your hat. Thank you. It's comfy to sleep in. It looks it. Did you bring my hand? I did. I did. I brought your hand, and I will show you. It is very special. Come in, come in. No. Opens the door. You see, he's wearing his long nightgown that is covered in patches and tears in it. Most of it's been just turned black through soot, but the cap is perfect. It's I, in perfect I, I have a special set of pajamas myself, so I understand. They're comfortable. He walks in, yes. um, still bandaged on the arm. Uh, you can see there's like a small kettle of tea. Uh, set by the small fireplace right there. There's a tiny little table and a tiny little stool that he's just kind of sitting on right there. Then he goes and he reaches over for the kettle. <laughs> Tries to pick up the cup and just pour it, 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 it just into like, it. I'm, I'm going to stop and attach and begin strapping this. Let me show you how this, it just, it attaches like this. Here are the two switches. And, for your mine. Um, I grab, hit the button, twist, pull. Oh, and I just got that! And I get the spike and attach it. <sighs> Remove it, put the hand back on. T. T. <laughs> sure. Why not always say yes? Need another cup. And stands up and goes over, still holding the kettle and splashing everywhere. And he's like putting in cabinets, like knocking pieces of glass out. And he pulls out another little, little uh, kind of ceramic cup and pours the tea in, sets it down. (laughs) (laughs) To new hands! To new hands. (laughs) It is pungent. It is bitter. It has been steeped way too long, but it definitely cleans out the sinuses. And there is a hint of gunpowder to the flavoring. You get the sense that pretty much everything in this room is marinated in the same way, shape, or form to be flammable. Victor, he <laughs> can put hair on your balls. Oh, <laughs> probably. <laughs> has a woman been by? To buy black powder. <coughs> There's a woman been by. Weeks, maybe. Weeks. To make her hand too. 
I did not. Do you know where she goes? No. She paid well, though. Did she? What did she pay? Are you guys in a club now? How many people want back powder? Tell me! Tell them! Bring them more! I could use money. <laughs> How much black powder did she buy, Victor? Uh, <laughs> only counts to two, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Maybe 12 hogsheads worth? Oh, shit. Really? And how often does she come by? She only come by once. Okay. <sighs> Thank you. I'm I'm so pleased. I may stop by one last time before I leave town just to say goodbye. Thank you. Please do. I have more tea. Many different flavors. This is, I call, dark rose. It... <laughs> Certainly scolded something. That's thank you. That was very lovely, and that was very charming. And I unfortunately I have wanna, business in this. Try the other one. One more, and then I must go. Thank you. <laughs> yes, of course. Stink. Like sticks it into the wooden stool on the table. That that. Kind of like breaks the wood sapsid. Oh. <laughs> Remember that it's attached to bone. It, it, you can still break your arm. Just be gentle. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. Have a lovely evening. Good night. Good night. Ah. Ah. Pleasure, as always. Thank you. I, I leave in a little bit of a panic. <laughs> you leave and you just sit there staring at this long, chiseled point going. <laughs> Door slowly closes behind you. Uh, yeah. Fighter's born. Yes, yeah. Just give him. There's a. Weapon. Yeah. Okay. We're sticking around for 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 a day. I assume so. I don't know. We're gonna I'm, spend the night at least. I'm 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 going to take a long walk before I come back, and I'm going to walk by the Raven Queen Temple, okay. and just peek inside. Okay. You make your way past the quad roads. At this point in night, the whole clientele has shifted. Mm -hmm. um, most people come here, you hear laughter, you hear music. Quad roads is, is kind of the, the New Orleans of the town, comparatively. It's still nowhere near as rambunctious as many places you've been, but for uh, what seems during the day to be a rather dour and serious business type city, um, the Quad Roads is where the celebration of humanity hits when the evening hours hit. And so you come by and there's there's some uh, taverns that are open. You um, see, to a certain extent, what even appears to be uh, a, an adult entertainment district. Um, you make your way beyond. It's, it's the oldest profession. Um, you make your way all the way to the outskirts of the Dusk Meadow, and there amongst the, just barely peeking through the cloud line uh, starlight, the looming dark structure that is Raven's Crest. Just, just going to gently open the door and peek inside and see if anybody's inside. Okay. You go ahead and uh, push the door open. Doesn't appear to be anybody there. 
walk in just for a moment and take a look around. Okay. You walk in. In this dark hour, looking around, the uh, the obsidian-type walls are translucent glass on the other side, though you can barely make out material or the details of the outside world due to the lack of light across the cityscape, especially here in Dusk Meadow, in which the um, the magical lantern light that illuminates some of the city streets are relatively sparse on this side of Vasselheim. Um, we take a few more steps in. Footsteps echoing across the long, thin, dark uh, material of the floors. Or closes behind you. I'm going to gently look around and slowly back up and see if I can see anyone. Hello? 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 What do I have to pay to fix this? This, 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 this. I leave. You hear the sound of some sort of low distant hit and a rumble, and you see a distant light appear in a chamber just beyond the walkway, just faint enough to illuminate and give the presence of some sort of life or movement uh, about 100 or so feet ahead of you. I walk briskly towards it. Okay. You head to the next chamber where you see the interior of this structure is uh, ivory white bone and glass, the blue hint, very much resembling the interior of a, of a very naturally, beautifully carved uh, ice cavern. Um, and there is a, a stairway that ascends, as well as other hallways that lead out from the central kind of nerve center of the lower floor of the main structure. Um, as you walk into the central chamber, you see ever so faintly at the very top of the stairs a pair of feet walk and disappear up the stairs. I'm going to charge after them. Okay. <laughs> Running up the stairway, you get to the top and you can see uh, at the very top of the stairs a dark wooden door with a dark iron rim and what appears to be a large uh, hanger or handle or knocker uh, bolted to it and it just, just closes as you come underneath uh, the top of the archway and up the stairs. I knock. Once. Three times. With each hit, you can hear the reverberation of the echo of the knock through a much larger chamber beyond. As soon as you release the actual door knocker, the door. This creaks open ever so slightly into a very, very dark chamber. You can see very, very little in here, other than the basic outline of what looks to be a little bit of floor, um, some sort of a, of a smooth, glassy surface that refracts just a little bit of light that makes it through what looks to be some sort of broken up glass dome type structure above you. You can't make out much beyond that. It's very dark in here. 
Hello? Please, some... Something terrible has happened. I don't understand how these games work. I need help to fix something. Something terrible has happened. You obviously care little for this world. I start to back out. As you step out of the room, you hear a whisper come from beyond the chamber from the darkness that says, is it yourself you wish to fix or something more? I don't think I can be fixed. There is something broken in the world. Then come, let us talk. I don't understand how these things work. I'm so sorry, I, I, uh, where do you wish me to go? Have faith. <laughs> Step in. Join me. I strip. <gasps> and put it aside. Put it aside? Put my clothes oh. in the corner. <laughs> You're filthy. Um, and I go into the pool. All right. As you step into the chamber, freezing cold as your toes, cold people, your legs, your whole body eventually finds itself stepping into this this thick, freezing liquid. You hear the whisper in your ears just as your head reaches the level that says, "Come, come to me with your question." Just as your head goes beneath the surface. <sighs> We're doing this. You're underneath and in darkness, feeling around thick material, kind of just swishing your fingers around. But amongst the liquid, you still hear the whisper again in your ear. Come, bring your questions. I swim down. Okay until it's uncomfortable. You swim downward, and you touch the bottom of the pool. You reach a somewhat uh, concave, smooth floor to the pool. I'm gonna head towards the surface. I don't know what's... You head to the surface. There's no surface, it just keeps going. I do not do well with this. You do not, you begin to panic. Yes, I do. You begin to reach around and try and swim up and find a surface, but it just keeps going, the liquid's thick and it's hard to pull through and you can't open your eyes and you can't see anything and the, the iron-like flavor starting to find its way to the inside of your uh, mouth as it's seeping through your nose and your ears and uh, you begin to panic even further as the cold is starting to take you and you feel your muscles beginning to shake and seize just from the onset of hypothermia. Um, you begin to head to the bottom of the pool again, and this time you crack your head on the bottom in the middle of your, and you reach up and scream in pain. As you do, the blood fills your lungs and you begin to feel yourself drown. You begin to shake and convulse as you begin to try and find a way to force that out of your body, and you can't. And at that moment, where all of a sudden, you realize this is, this is it. This is the end. 
this is this is how the tale of Percival comes to an end. The sensation goes warm again. And it's like all that cold energy goes away. And you're now swimming in water. And then air. And the pain subsides, and you're breathing normally. But you still stand in darkness, and you hear these distant footsteps. Sourceless. No light, just shadow. You look around over your shoulder, and then right behind you, you see immediately a white porcelain face that's just standing there amongst the shadow. Do you know what I've done? I've watched. I have questions. First is, can can we stop it? Can we stop what's been released? Is that something I can do? Many things are released in this world. Many terrible, many wonderful, many things. Ask the right questions. Did it choose me because I was broken, or did it break me? The mask, which has not shown any expression at this point, pulls back a little bit from you, and almost seems to grow in size. It's, it's, it's strange, the, the proportion seems to stay the same, but suddenly your vision shifts and you realize, no, it's further away from you and is just suddenly immense. Like your, your visual focus just changes and your whole perspective suddenly causes you to lose sense of, of, of scale. In balance, the voice comes in this time louder. You were always broken, Percival, and you were preyed upon, just as it preys upon others, and will continue to do so until finally destroyed. Can I be fixed? Perhaps. Your deeds will guide your path to salvation or damnation. The choice is yours. You skirt that line still. But the first deed is so... There's so much, and I don't think any of them see it. I don't... I want it to die before anybody sees it. Can you help? I've already helped, Percival. Do not think the path that you and your allies walk goes unseen. There are many of those in this world that represent the will of us, just as there are those that represent the will of those that combat us and always have. There are a great many deeds ahead of you. It's your choice to take them. Just know Should you not watch yourself, you may not find yourself on our side. I know. There is nowhere I can look for healing other than deeds. 
I like to fix things. All life is inherently broken from the start, Percival. Take solace in that. There is no perfection in life. Otherwise, what would be the purpose of death? It's to try and find ways to better yourself before the end that gives us purpose. You are all broken, but also understand at this point her voice gets very deep and very resonant. Mortals can achieve great things. I did. And the mask pulls back into the shadows and suddenly <coughs> you begin coughing, finding your way to the roof surface, pouring blood out of your mouth and coughing and eventually you find your way over, breathing heavily to the side of the pool and <coughs> pull yourself out to the side, <coughs> cough the rest of it up. A little bit of moonlight peeks through and you can see the beams refracting through the purples and reds and blues and just hints of specks of light that just shimmer across the surface of this dark glass-like floor. Thank you so much to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. Nothing ruins my day faster than my allergies flaring up. My face gets preposterously red, my sinuses feel clogged, it feels like I'm walking around with a cartoon storm cloud over my head, which as you may be able to tell from the phlegmatic timbre of my voice is happening to me right now. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. I've been taking Claritin D for my allergies for several years. It's been an absolute game changer because I can now go hang out with my friends who have cats without my face swelling up like a giant balloon. And that's great news because I really wanted to pet their cats and now I can. So, ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. I'm going to take my sword and I'm going to very carefully scrape my body clean of the blood as much as I can and I'm going to take my back of my shirt and clean my hair off as much as I can. I'm going to take a vial of the blood in the pool. One tiny bit. Okay. I'm going to so. put my clothes back on. And I'm going to cast Hex on myself for my walk home and banish it before I come out the door. Okay. Alrighty. So, as Percival finally wanders in, is, is there anything else anyone wants to achieve before the I'd evening? I'd like time? to go to the Raven. <laughs> <laughs> no. Are we I next morning or we're still evening at this point? We're still evening at the moment. If there's anything else you wish to achieve, otherwise. I've been slowly heating water and giving it to Vax to put in his bath. You do manage to, oh. to draw a comfortable bath for your brother and wash him clean. I don't wash him. I just give you him aid him in washing water. himself clean. To specify, <laughs> thanks, man. Thanks, man. Do we, I've got see, a little... do we see Percy when he comes in? I'm going to walk late. quiet and oh, late difficult. and go tinker on a little thing for a minute until I pass out. Okay. You do notice Percy enter. Looks a little frazzled, but doesn't. Do seem I see to any of the blood? 
You're in the tubby, Passive tubby perception. Make, make a perception check. I want you to make a, a dexterity check. Oh. Oh, sorry, Charles. You've got him. 32. Oh you got it. 32? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, what? The, I couldn't have rolled that. Like, that would have been a natural 20, would have been the only way around that. You see, just faintly behind one of his ears and the edge of his collar on his coat, just a bit of familiar crimson and a look of a distant stare that is familiar. All right. Do you all wish to rest for the evening? No, I would like to take 12 hours to read my book. Okay, so the first 12 hours are completed, but you do not sleep? No. It's a page turner. <laughs> all righty. Lots of centerfolds. Don't be stingy, By John Cleese, it's a wonderful piece. I also uh, spend a lot of time that night reading, but I'm reading the book about the Raven Queen. Okay. Doing Raven Queen, you're pretty much have it memorized at this point with the amount that I've read that. Yeah, fair enough. All right, you guys all find yourself the rest except for Scanlan, who takes a point of exhaustion for going through the night without sleep. I don't know what that is, but someone will tell me. You'll find out. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) basically, any any ability checks, any skill checks until you get a full night's rest are disadvantage. Yeah, um, all right, as you find yourselves to rest, most of you, the morning light comes greeting you to a new day, and we're gonna go ahead and take a break. We're back here in a few minutes, guys. Hey, I'm Liam O'Brien, and you're listening to the Critical Role Podcast. Hope you're enjoying the adventures of Vox Machina. Now let's get back to the action. Welcome back, guys. So, as we return to the game, the morning comes to you all. Uh, in Vasselheim, as you awaken the Slayers, take Guildhall. Um, uh, brisk morning, but not too cold. The clouds are actually a little more separate th- uh, this morning. You get brief moments of blue. It looks like the weather is a little clearer than you're used to seeing in this vicinity. Um, but the day is yours. What do you guys wish to do? Well, what do we need to accomplish here in town? Is there anything we need to finish, or do we want to pick our next destination? Kind do of they sell potions and things here in town? No, no they don't. No. Very specifically, they, they don't. Let's get the hell out of here. There's yeah, nothing let's get for out. us here. What I about mean, the Feywild? We oh, yeah. did talk about the Feywild. Let's let's drop off our. Don't tease me. Wait, don't you have to pick up something? Oh, I already picked it up. Not you, you. Me. Oh, you have a yeah. hat. Oh, I thought we waited for the hat. Yeah, he, he, he picked up the hat. Oh shit, balls ass. All right. Um, <laughs> we there's the Feywild. Wild. There's dropping stuff off at Whitestone. There's Marquette, which something is there in is, Marquette. Is one of the vestiges there? I don't know. Everyone um. just keeps talking about it. Really? Uh, there's also. Wait, weren't we gonna go to? One of the vestiges is in Marquette. Which one? Uh, hang on, Cabal's Ruin, which is what? Which is a magic devouring, devouring. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are we alone in this room? Uh, you guys are right now, kind of having breakfast in the guild hall. There's maybe two other individuals in the room. One of them is kind of drunkenly asleep and snoring. The other appears to be just going about their business. I'm just saying. Okay, I'll, I'll speak. Um, uh, yeah, there's a, apparently a magic devouring cloak who is being run, or sorry, who's being worn by the ends, mm, it's in Ankarel. Um, being worn by a merchant warrior with a missing eye. 
Okay. And there's one in the bottom of the sea somewhere. Ooh. And there's a really beautiful, strong yes. bow in the Feywild. No, let's go to Feywild. We at least know that. Place. I say we, we we drop everything. We 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 take a picked stop in in. In Whitestone, Whitestone and, mm-hmm. and head towards the Feywild. So technically, empty our bags. Well, we don't necessarily even have to head towards the Feywild. Do you guys remember how I um um kind of did that that thing with Grog's evil sword and kind of like banished it away for forever? Are we bringing it back? Yeah. No. To the Dread Emperors. Right. Yes. yes. That's not um, a good idea, Grog. No, we're not bringing it back. <laughs> I, I can do that with the rest of us. I can. You can banish us to the Dread Emperor's mm-hmm. Island? No, it's not like a banishment. I can plane shift us wherever we want to go to an alternate. To the Feywild? So we don't even have to find an entrance? Yeah, we just hold hands and think about it really hard. No way. Yeah. What? It's druid magic, it's great. And you put us in a safe spot somewhere in there somehow? I can take us to where we have been before, to where it is familiar. Have we been there before? I don't know. Very briefly. Yes. Is it somewhere that you have to have been, or can it be somewhere that we have been? Um, it is somewhere I am familiar with, I believe, through means. Through means that I am familiar. Singorn is in the Feywild. Yeah. Normally? No, remember? No, not normally. No, but they it, transferred it, the entire city. There, I so know, technically but you're saying we've been there, there, but they just did that recently. Grog's been to the Feywild. Uh, you specify a, a target in, general, in terms, general terms, such as City of Brass on the elemental plane of fire. Oh, is that where we're going? No. Oh. <laughs> Sounds fun. It does, actually. If you guys want to go to the plane of fire, that's like a hike and a jump through a hole. Oh, no, 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 no. Done that no, already. Not the plane of fire, just a fire one. All right. Um, yeah, I um, I can get us there. I can get the us there. The Feywild. How big is the Feywild? Is it like a very football big. field? It's or? a whole other plane. It's well, a whole. How do we, do we know where we're going in the Feywild? I oh. imagine we'll figure it out once we get there. Do Do I know anything about the Feywild? Would I Would I have you the have basic? No I have no knowledge. Would we know what about me? Would we have learned something about it? In you guys, you guys know. A, a, you have a general idea of it, and you see half elf. You somewhat, yeah, yeah somewhat j- just through learning. You never actually visited there. Um, the Feywild is a a near plane, a plane that overlaps this like prime material plane. It's it's a version of the world you live in right now that is shifted and changed in a place where uh, time distance is relative and shifts. Um, nature grows rampant, and in cases is hard to really uh, expect its direction. Things and entities exist there that uh, prefer to trick and lose uh, wanderers. It's a very, very strange place where you know some people believe elves initially come from or crafted from there, or at least. Do the two of us know enough that were you to jump from the same place here? Would you necessarily end up in the same spot in the Feywild? You have no or idea about that. We don't know. You don't know anything about the transition to the Feywild. You just know that certain doors open at certain times, especially when like full moons at certain locations, uh, the classic you know toadstool rings, areas where where the um, uh, the moonlight in the realms can be a little thinner, and the barrier doors do open, and those are where creatures can transition out or through. But, but you do know it's it's a it's a place of fey magic. It's tricky. It's 
difficult to follow. Um, Terrible. Very. It sounds awful. Very like Oberon and Titania. You know, Question. weird, interesting. Question. Question. Yes. Hmm. Okay. Good question. It Should says, um, the Wrath of the Fae Warden is what we're looking for, the bow. Mm. In that it now acts as the heart of a cancerous tree corrupting the verdant land. Is there something I could do to maybe try and... Hold on, is our stream off? Are we offline right now? Hold, please. Loot crate. No one, no one can see Check it. Check out no, loot crate. It says it's offline. Uh, refresh it. Offline? Like, quit the program no, and get back the, in. The chat is saying it's off. No, we're still online. Oh, okay. Tell them to it's quit back. and re log it's in. Back. Okay, it's okay. back. It's back. Okay. Whoa, okay. we were in the Feywild oh, for a second. That's crazy. You guys missed six episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Everything turned out okay. Yay, we got, and we got the warden thing. No. Dragons, guys. I'm so glad we won D and D. Yeah, that's the <laughs> best. And beat it. Okay. Um, Your question. Roll the credits. Yeah. Uh, can I maybe sense a sick tree, or maybe? You know what? Let's go to Whitestone. Let's, Let's go to go Whitestone to White and Stone. drop some stuff. You know, because the more I think about it, I mean. We almost just died many times, and the last time we tried to get a vestige, it, it almost killed us, and maybe we just need a little bit more preparation, maybe? Let's empty our bags, yeah, let's right. prepare ourselves, let's, there are certainly stories in the woods of Whitestone of strange happenings, so I'm sure that there's probably some connection to the Feywild, and, and we'll, we'll see what happens. Make sure yeah. Whitestone is actually preparing something underground just like Western, and... Well, we have something. Yes, they have something underground. Exactly, already. but there's a spinning orb of death there. So. Yeah. Which, which, to be fair, is probably going to keep a dragon away. Yes. Uh, but I also think we've earned more than a single day of rest. Yes. Let's go to Whitestone. Let's go to Whitestone. All right. What's yeah. that? Where's the sea? The Osmond Sea. Yeah. I think the Osmond Sea is to the east of you, uh, east southeast, and that is a wide gulf that separates. Uh, from from your perspective, looking at me. There is Othansia, Osmit Sea, and there is uh, Taldore right here. Oh, so, okay. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. The water Ashari live in the Osmit Sea. Oh, are they like mermaids? No, I think they've got an island. It's also oh. the sea that I sail. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. In your Wait, how familiar are you with it? I know it well. How familiar are you with the sea? I'm, I'm, I'm pretty familiar with it. Yeah. Well, if we go there. But Good. Wait, can I see the list of vestiges? The one in the bottom of the sea is called Whisper, right? Something? Whisper? A blade. Yep. Forged from metal, pulled from the far realm, was center of many dark rituals. It now lies at the bottom of the Osmit Sea, sunken with the lost ship, the Shrew. The Shrew! The Shrew! 300 years ago, near an island of glass. Ooh. Anyone know about the island you of heard glass? About an, have you heard about an island of glass? Have I heard about an island of glass? Is it, is Has Pike or I heard, heard, heard of an island of glass? Have both of you guys make history checks. All right. I rolled a natural one. I, 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 you barely know what glass is right now. 
Guys, water isn't glass. I, That's I would stupid. I have a theory as to what, what it was. You rolled a 20. You rolled a 20? Not a natural 20. Ooh, go That's Pike. Go. 20. Um, do I, should I roll it to figure out that this was probably a, 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 an, active volcano, an active volcano that created this? Uh, make an intelligence check. I'm down. Oh, man. No. <laughs> wow. One's Team easy. ones. Woo. Natural one. Snitch. It doesn't quite come to you, but what it could be. I mean, the idea of a volcano possibly comes to mind, but I'm distracted. Yeah. Um, you have not been there. You haven't seen it. But some of your crewmates, while you were traveling uh, aboard your ship uh, for that, you know, five six month period, um, a couple of them did mention something about on the sea uh, a mirage like island that glistens in the distance. But they were said to avoid it. Said it was dangerous. Did they say where it was? No. Damn it. Mm. And many tales of the shrew. Mm. Yeah? The ship lost its You know of the shrew. Really? You definitely know definitely of the shrew. Know the shrew. All sailors know of the shrew. What's the story of the shrew? It All is sailor. just, <laughs> there was a storm. There was a storm 300 years ago. Near an island of glass. <laughs> Near an island of glass. <laughs> it was really bad. And the shrew just didn't, didn't, It was didn't, tamed. I was waiting for it to, Come around again. Well, yeah, it's got true fit. Good. Tail, but we'll get there one day. <laughs> What's the plan? Uh, white stone. Yes, white, white stone. stone. Can I make one other suggestion? Oi. Yeah. Imon, go take Thordak right now. Good call. Yeah, we'll Just take coin. You know what? It's, Grog, it's a good plan, It's Grog. cheeky. We will put that in our back pockets and we will. Think about it. That helmet is really you something else. You really do something terrible to him with that thing. I'm just saying, like, I think we have an edge now. I think you're probably right. <laughs> but let's just be <laughs> safe. Technically true, yes. And make you sure that Whitestone is safe before oh, oh. we do such a thing. Percy, we are in a place that has an airship dock. That is true. We could go steal an airship. We could steal an airship. You don't need an airship. don't we need an airship. Ability to turn it so 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 cool, though. <laughs> How about this? When we defeat then we all the dragons, then we wouldn't have to go to White Stone. When we kill all the dragons, but we can hold all of our things on the airship. That will be the first thing we do when Thordak dies. Party is on we an jump airship. on an airship. Party on the airship. We'll buy it. We'll buy it with all the gold that we've stolen from all the dragons. It'll be great. We don't need the airship as the dragons and dragons. Just <laughs> <laughs> all the fun is gone. What are we doing? All right, we're going to go White Stone. Before we leave, do you want to sell yeah. those stupid white dragon scales? No. All right, let's go to Whitestone. Right. Through right. a tree. All right, as you guys walk outside of the Slayer's Take Guildhall, you find the nearest tree, which you've used before to traverse. As you all begin to step through the portal, Percy and Scam look over their shoulder at the distant skyport and see the one one airship docked there and think one day. So handsome. <laughs> Someday it will be ours. You'll make a fine sailor. <laughs> Passenger. Bobby. You jump through Cabin and boy. emerge. Boy. Emerge out the other side. Um, as you step out of the portal, you find yourself uh, jumping out of the center of the sentry. Can I do something? Nope. What do you want to do? Like, while I'm in the tree, can I do something? Like, like okay, all. okay. No, no, no. So say that you go first. Go, okay. go, go, go. And I gotta start teleporting through the tree. And while I'm kind of like in the sun tree, I just want to be like, "Hey, Boo. <laughs> I missed you. <laughs> Have you heard of this whole cancerous tree situation in the Feywild?" Talk to a tree. Shh. 
No, I'm in the middle of the tree. I'm in the tree. You're stuck in the As tree. you finish this thought, you hear this sound emerge. And realize it's the sound of the whole portal you've made closing behind you because it only lasts for six seconds and you should probably get the hell out of the tree. I step out of the tree. (laughs) As you step out, a voice goes, Hey, Boo, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Behind you. I'll talk to him later. Uh, (laughs) You guys emerge. um, Due to the time difference, as you land here in. Uh, Whitestone, looking at where the sun is in the sky. Uh, it's early afternoon, um, close to the morning where you guys just stepped away from. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a few people in the streets, and you see a, a few. Um, a little bit of life has returned to this town square. Though, still, do you remember my comparison? There are folks now that are bringing in actual healthy. Uh, Looks to be fruits from nearby trees. There's a little bit of trade going on. This this is the first real chance you've had to see a little bit of life stone, uh, a little bit of white stone coming to life again. Um, as you emerge from the tree, a few individuals kind of nearby stop and look and smile and kind of wave, recognizing you as you approach. Um, are there any leaves on the sun tree yet? Uh, actually, no. There are not. There are no leaves in the sun tree because it's winter. Whatever. We should check with the uh, the border patrol. There's a border patrol. The yeah. wolf. Oh, the wolf. I whistle as loud as I can. Okay. What's his name? Uh, I don't know. I might be able to find it. Oh, hello. Harold. I just want to go find Zara and give her a hug and say hello and see how she's doing while he's oh. talking to the wolf. Okay. Uh, you whistle as loud as you can uh, for a little bit. Mm, nothing. Must be off doing something important. Fight. <laughs> uh, you head off and asking around, uh, you find Zara's actually uh, up in Castle Whitestone right now, just pouring through one of the studies of books and is currently just reading and reading on her own. As you uh, eventually ask around and find your way there, entering the room, you see her with like a small set of spectacles at the end of her nose, she takes off and. My darling, Vixalia! <laughs> and comes up and just gives you a big hug and picks you up, sets you down. I'm so glad to see you all right. Yeah, the dragon arrow you gave me. Killed him. Well, I, I didn't kill him, actually, with it, but I did a lot of damage. You killed a dragon? Umbrasil, dead. One down. I knew you would. <laughs> uh, where's Cashew? I don't know. He's testy these days. I'm sure he's around. I know his name is fucking Kashaw. <laughs> you guys aren't there. Probably down in the city somewhere. He's helping where he can. You know, broody types. I do know broody types. Yes, you do. What are you reading? Oh, I'm just learning about the history of Whitestone and very intrigued as to the actual properties of this stone the entire town is built on. There's a lot of really, really uh, interesting things that can be done with the materials in these mountains. I'm sure you have ideas. I do. I sit down next to her and ask, just catching up and see if they've spotted any dragons. Okay. You guys continue conversation, catching up, letting her know how things happen, and vice versa. You don't get any feeling that any dragons have come by. Um, apparently, uh, there have been a few other uh, arcane practitioners that have been helping set up some sort of a, uh, a barrier to help uh, essentially dissuade attention towards the city. Uh, the idea of keeping this place kind of as far off the map as possible, should any prying eyes find their way there. Um, it's been the process of being set up right now. Zara, 
How long did it take you to make that error? Few weeks. If I were to give you some more money, do you think you could do it again? Probably, uh, based on what, if I'm able to use some of the resources here within the castle, maybe. Um, I'll talk to Percy, but I'm, I'm sure it's for a good cause. All right, perhaps I can. I'll come find you, dear. Wondrous. What else are you guys trying to achieve here? I am trying to find Sean Gilmore. That's his first name? Sean Gilmore? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Sean. Sean? Sean? Yeah. What? How did you know that? He told you that was a long time ago. I fucking know, I remember. <laughs> Tattooed at the small of his back. Oh, right. Yeah, he's got a tramp stamp. Can I, can I accompany, can I accompany <laughs> Vax on this trip? Sure, come on. I want to see Gilmore. Yeah. Let's just start asking around town for him. So asking around, uh, you uh, you come across a few folks you rec- you recognize. Uh, you find um, a few of the guards who had helped you in like the, the the initial reconstruction of the city and such. And asking around, um, one of the nearby guards kind of takes his helmet off and it's like, first off, I'm so excited that you guys are back. Uh, glad you're all safe. I heard that you were off to do some dangerous things. Uh, you got uh, right. Well, great. I'm glad. I'm glad that you've survived. Um, looking for for Mr. Gilmore. He's actually down uh, with the Realm Seer. They're inspecting the Ziggurat underneath the city. So uh, you can head down there if you wanted to find them. Um. Thank you. Yeah. Can, no I, I'm not f- terribly familiar uh, with Whitestone. Can you point us in the right direction? Uh, it's under the castle. Under the castle. Yes. Oh, can't miss that. We've been there before, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Put his helmet back on. Thank you again for all that you do. Kind of like clicks his heels together and continues walking through the city. All right, uh, yeah. I guess we'll head down to the Ziggurat. Mm-hmm. All right, everyone else going with? Fuck yeah, let's go. Yeah, yeah. Taking a trip? Sure. Oh, are we all, we're all going down to the Ziggurat? Yep, yeah. nothing else to do. Sure. All right, uh, you make your way down to the basement area of Whitestone Castle into the family catacombs, which have been cleaned up, and uh, you can see that at least Cassandra's put a little bit of care into restoring it to what it was before. Um, you, the, the tunnel that was carved in has been given a little more support, and uh, as you're making your way down a familiar tunnel, the same tunnel where you had the showdown with uh, Orthax, um, you hear a few voices from up ahead. Uh, two familiar voices. You hear the echo of some older, gruff, uh, elderly gentlemen, and a little more rambunctious, familiar voice. As they turn the corner, you see them in deep in conversation. There's the realm seer himself, hunched forward with his white you know, hair and, and balding top, uh, turns around. And it's a, a great mystery to me that they can be. Oh, look! <laughs> They've returned, Vox Machina themselves. And, uh, Gilmore, at this point, opens his arms, standing and healthy. It's, Hey, My good. God, I've been waiting for you to return. <laughs> All of you look so graciously clean. You look so healthy, Gilmore. Look I have you to thank you. for that. Still a ways to go, but... Uh, but in two or three weeks, it's not bad. You're looking well. Oh, you can have Kima to thank for that. She's, uh, she's been quite attentive to my needs. How is Whitestone finding you? 
Curious place, this Whitestone. It's, uh, well, uh, the company's interesting. Sure. Realm Seer laughs. laughs. So I've heard. Uh, we've um, spent a little bit of time looking at this strange oddity beneath the city, and uh, I'm not going to lie to you, it's really confusing. <laughs> uh, I have a few theories on it, um, as does uh, the Arcanist, but uh, we're still comparing notes, and we don't want to jump to any conclusions. His tests have been inconclusive and rather dangerous so far. However, before anything else uh, goes underway, I believe there is a very important bit of business that we must attend to. Business? What business, Gilmore? And he walks straight up to Grog and just gives you a big hug. Oh. And pats you on the shoulder and is like, you big lug. You, Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> walks over to you, Pike, and kind of kneels down and kind of gives you a little pinch on the cheek and is like, Looking as spry and smiley as ever, I see. Hello, Sean. <laughs> I give him a kiss on the cheek. Oh. <laughs> Turns to you. Thexalia, look at you. I hear, if my words say correct, that you folks are a recent dragon slaying bunch. Hmm? That we are. <laughs> Good to know. Skips over you. That's the last. Goes to Scanlan and goes to ruffle yeah. your hair. <laughs> Like, and you, you, my little bardish friend. Little. Oh, you're actually physically little. Oh, I know. It's you are you are a tinier person. <laughs> Embrace it. What makes you different? That's true. I suppose. I suppose. You, yes, that's absolutely. I've, we've been spreading the good word about you and your works. So I've heard from all sorts of interesting folk. Yeah. I only hope one day to wear clothes as fine as you. Oh, that's a nice compliment. Percival, your patron. Thank you for taking me into your home. You are do nothing but brighten these halls. I'm happy to keep things lit. Uh, at which point he's going? To, he goes to look towards you, and the realm seer is sitting there, kind of tapping his arm. He's like, "All right, get on with it. We've got work to be done." And he's like, "Shh, you be quiet. These people have saved my life." Keyleth, sweet Ashari princess. Hi, Gilmore. You've grown. You can see it in your eyes. Gives you a big hug. Give him a hug back. Max. Max, alone. Light of my eye. Smiling boy. <laughs> and he walks up and puts his hands across your shoulders and kind of cups your face. I've missed you most of all. And pulls you in for a big hug and lifts you up off the ground. Oh, you're strong enough hey to you. be careful of your words. As he sends you down, he's like, "Oh, I shouldn't have done that." <laughs> Adam, on my the apologies. Ribs. That's don't don't touch that. It's still very tender. But. It's fantastic to see. <laughs> you're a sight for sore eyes yourself. We're very happy to see uh, you. My sight is sore, so this works out well. <laughs> uh, but please, these tunnels are dank and not becoming of us. Uh, dinner should be having soon, and you should join us now that you've returned, please. Uh, before dinner, I think we were all just curious on the state of the ziggurat, as we are calling it, or orb. spinning orb dinner. of death. Let's talk over dinner. Uh, all right, Wait, yeah, but you sure. said you were doing tests on it, right? Did you throw things at it? Did it blow up? That is part of the test. Nothing blew up, things did go away. <laughs> they, they went away? They get sucked in, Grog. Talk over dinner. I hate to have this discussion without Allura here. I think this would be only behoove 
the conversation if we're all present. An we have time. some yes. delicious and very expensive wine. Oh, yes. We could bust out. Wine. Yeah. Expensive True. ass wine we could bust out with dinner. Cover me intrigued. Well. Oh, I haven't gotten to wink in a really long time, you guys. It felt so good. <laughs> It was well, a good wing. Hard life. Good wing. Finest in the land. Well, come to the surface then. This place is dreary. Yes. You too, Eskil. Hey. <laughs> too many smiles in this area. I like it. It's jovial. Don't see that around these places too often. It's good to see all of you. Come now. Yes, just move. You all eventually make your way back to the surface, to Whitestone. I go to, to Vex and Pike and go, is this a good opportunity for us to bring, break out our formal wear? <gasps> Definitely, dear. Okay. Yes. yes! I genuinely have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, the ladies take like 20 minutes. Let's be honest. <laughs> So that's about minutes. two hours. 40 minutes. <laughs> 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 Fucking 20 minutes, my ass. On what plane are you right now? <laughs> Not Feywild, but maybe soon. Um, it's the same plane as the break true. room. Five minutes is 15. Yes, yes. I'll be 20 minutes. The last um, day. <laughs> on the way out, as we're all walking out, I walk along Gilmore and I give him just like a gentle shoulder. Shoulder to shoulder. So mm. it is. It's really good to see you on your feet. It's best smile I've had in ages. You and me both. While we're getting ready, mm -hmm. I would like to talk to Pike about a certain proposal that happened. Uh, now, none of us are interested. I know, what? just because I just... What happened? I, what should I do? What did you tell him? Did you tell him yes? Did you tell him no? I just said, what exactly you know, did he say, by the way? I just said, we'll, we'll circle back. We'll circle back. <laughs> How did he take that? No. I think he was, he was fine with it. He just understands that I just... Treat proposals like we do our dungeons? <laughs> we circle back? Isn't that the only way to just Bring treat all things? I, guess, I, don't, I don't know. I don't <laughs> How do you feel about him, Pike? <laughs> I just don't know. I just feel so confused. Well, I understand that. I just, he kind of wears you down a little, and I... <laughs> there's something there yeah. for him. I don't know if that's a good reason to, like, <laughs> say yes, though. Oh, I don't know. He's just very charming. He, he is, is very, very charming. charming. And I notice he's been becoming more charming. Yeah, and what is with that? that? I didn't know that was possible. Oh, I, I feel like know. he goes to sleep, and then the next morning he's, he's like, even more charming. charming. I don't understand it. <laughs> what is that? Like, every once in a while, I look at him and I go, yeah, no, and then I feel really small, but at the same right. time, I'm kind of interested. And you kind of think about it for a second, you entertain it, yeah. and then you but feel then really like, gross about then yourself. Then you yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but yes. if, if no, you're no. actually interested, then it's not gross at all. No, of course it's not gross if you're actually interested. I know, I've just, uh... I've had feelings for someone for a long time, but maybe they're slowly fading, I don't know. Wait, wait, what? I have, I don't know if I feel comfortable talking about it. What? Well, but it's fine. Pike, but, you know, it's just us girls here. I know. <laughs> and we've been through so many uncomfortable things together. Uh, Most of life is so uncomfortable. Be comfortable right now. I just, I don't know. I, it's still something that I need to think about. I understand. Right. Just you pray to your Saren Ray. Okay. <laughs> you do look lovely though when you're dressed. You look so cute. <laughs> <laughs> 
thanks. I do a twirl. Yeah. <laughs> I like right. do a little air cantrip to make the skirt like poof out. You know. Ooh. I tug up my dress. <laughs> yeah. And it, hey, hey, do you mind? You guys mind like tying me up a bit? Of course. Nice and tight. <laughs> Can you breathe? No, but that means it's right. All right, all right, I'm I good. I assume there's clean clothes for everybody in their quarters anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm wearing the same shit. Big <laughs> hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to dinner. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I made money for this thing. All right. And I'm going to arrange for our stuff to be stowed in the vault. So. Okay. Not a worry. All right, so as as the sun sets, uh, you find your way down to the proper dinner table. Um, Gilmore is there, uh, Eskil is there, Cassandra's there. We look fabulous. You guys look fantastic. They do. Yes, we, we do. No, no. <laughs> Fine outfits have been provided for the men if they wish to wear them as well. Some do not. Oh, I am dressed. I'll, I'll dress up. I'll yeah. dress up for dinner. All righty. Uh, as you guys sit down, pleasantries are exchanged. Ooh, pardon, you catch up with Cassandra. Oh. Part way through. Uh, what? E three, y'all. E three. E three. Yeah. Sit down, um, have a beer, watch our game. <laughs> Two p.m. Uh, uh, within the next fifteen minutes or so, before you know, food is brought to the table, Alora finally enters in a very, very nice dress, and she's. It's so good to see you all. Alora. Hello. I give her a hug. And gives you a big, wonderful hug. And how's Kima? We haven't seen her yet. Well. And she looks over this way, and Kima walks in. For the first time, you've seen her really out of armor since you first saw her. Her hair is also in similar braids to her side, and she herself is wearing uh, a golden dress, though she's kind of like. Yeah, I know the feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Comes in. Kima? Oh, you look Keyleth. so lovely. Keyleth goes over and gives her a hug. She gives you a hug. You're just like, it's good to see you guys. I'm glad you're all right. This feels weird. This feels weird. This feels weird. It's only for a few hours. Don't worry about it. What are you wearing? That's what I'm saying. Do I have to wear? He's not wearing anything. Do I have to wear? You don't have like, to wear a dress. I don't Kima. have to wear it, Kima. It's just a suggestion. So. <laughs> Kima, go change. I'll be right back. Yeah, go change. She darts off for a bit, and her kind of like smiles and face palms. You a bit. two are at the kitty table. I'm gonna try that helmet on later. <laughs> Show some class, man. <laughs> guys catch up a bit. Allura speaks about uh, her her and uh, Drake's escape from Westrun. Um, Kima eventually comes back just wearing kind of ratty clothing, you know, shirt, pants, the general wear she'd have throughout the city, uh, and is still carrying her small mall at her side. <laughs> it's like her little comfort blanket yeah. next to the table. That's better. <laughs> Scoots up next to Allura. Uh, Gilmore snaps his fingers and wine begins to pour from the servants. Uh, Cassandra says, well, uh, thank you all for coming. Uh, I believe there is there is much to get underway here. Uh, this uh, inch kind of gestures towards uh, Gilmore and Lura, and they, they nod, and Eskil kind of raises his hand a moment. And so, while you've been gone, uh, Allura, you've been doing this research for a bit. Thank you, thank you. So, we've been trying to ascertain the nature of this ziggurat beneath the city. Um, the ziggurat itself is, is built over what appears to be an ancient temple of Iron. Um, the 
glass substance, the diluted white stone uh, that has been reformed into glass, uh, is used as a, a very strong arcane current. Uh, a lot of energy was being placed in this location, as there is an actual, uh, appears to be an arcane, uh, a ley line or a, a nexus point uh, near and above Whitestone, hence the, the sun tree's placement. Yes, of course. Um, and why it flourishes so well in this region. Uh, but everything within a certain vicinity of this temple, of this dark spot, if you will, is eaten. It doesn't vanish, it's not cancelled, it's taken, devoured. Everything placed within that small little globule of darkness is taken somewhere as well. Now, at first we thought maybe it was just destroying, but the arcane energy we feel, the flow of it, it's drawing it somewhere. Meaning that this is not a, and I had feared to be a sphere of annihilation, an object of complete destruction. Instead, it feels like it's a siphon. Now, a siphon, siphons are very old. Siphons were used in the First War. They were used um, as a means of transferring extremely powerful uh, raw magic prowess. Um, they were placed strategically throughout the world's crust uh, at these various nexus points as a means of uh, creating extremely powerful relics, the ones that you seek, the ones that uh, many of the vestiges themselves were uh, crafted through the use of some of these uh, siphons, but they have been lost and, and many thought destroyed for a very long time, or at least inert. Um, I have reason to believe that this may be one, and it may be active. As to where the other side lies, I do not know, because each siphon has two points. So it's fair to assume that at the other end of this is something old, something trapped, something hungry, perhaps. Would it be in this plane or another? I have no idea. Everything we've attempted to put through it that had any sort of uh, uh, magical connection, whether it be through uh, interplanal scrying, anything that would bring us to the other side of this is crushed, consumed, and transferred as part of it. None of our rituals or enchantments will let us see through this spinning marble, as you call it. You so haven't put any blood through it, though. Let's not. No, I'm, I'm hoping that hasn't no. happened. So nothing survives the transfer. It is destroyed into its purest components, it sounds. Or Assumingly, yes. Don't know. I mean, is it that you, we have no idea what's happening to things put through? Or? We're still delving into it, and it may be a little while before we figure this out, but this is the best that I can ascertain with my knowledge at my disposal. And uh, uh, the Realm Seer and Gilmore can back up this research. We've all worked together this past week, and we're all kind of coming to the same conclusion. Uh, she gestures to Gilmore. Gilmore this is. I've only I've only been in this case personally for a few days of rising health standards and uh, uh, within my body, and I. I I've thrown everything I can at it, honestly, and it's all just come to nothing. Gone. This is disappointing. You're what telling about, me. What about a person? Well. I'm not I, sending a person through there. To be fair, Grog, I might have tried that a little. What? Yes, that's right. I 
sort of stuck my hand in the spinning ball of death and, um, let's just say I'm glad I'm still here standing with you all. What it, was it sucking you in? It did a considerable amount of damage to my hand and definitely felt like it was sucking me in and I had to resist pretty hard. But it seems like anything that goes in that sphere doesn't come out the other end intact. Gilmore, any of you, Laura, have you have you experienced any kind of draw toward the orb? Do you feel different having been around it for very long? Gilmore kind of cocks a curious eye to the realm seer. The realm seer thinks and scratches his chin, looks to Allura. Allura looks down at the table, their arms crossed, looks to Kima. Kima's finishing her big drink. I stay away from it, it creeps the hell out of me. Um, not to my knowledge. Uh, do you think we should be worried? Well, I don't know. I mean, it is a very strong relic that we don't know how, how it works. The difficulty in our research is most of our means of inspection are, well... Up close and personal. Arcane nature. I was, I was hoping that perhaps we could talk about some engineering uh, possibilities of finding ways of, that science can measure what it is where magic cannot. Something safe science. in this. In this sense, well, as it stands. We're open to all possible suggestions. We're kind of at the end of our rope for the time being. We may send a few of us across the way to, uh, well, a few different places for more information. We do a bit of traveling ourselves, it seems. I'll sketch something with my copious free time. Hmm. Please do. No dragons have buzzed by here in our absence? Uh, they kind of look at themselves. None yet, but we've been very careful. We're in the process of installing some semblance of, uh, for lack of a better term, sort of a screen. Ways to reflect and perhaps cloud anyone who attempts to peer too far into the northern regions of Whitestone. The last thing we need is any of these dragons finding their way up north, where you've kept all of us and the refugees safe, so we're uh, trying not to piss any of them off, while also trying to make sure that maybe they're not really looking behind this curtain of cloud. And any fortifications would be helpful. Don't dragons sort of see past those things? We're doing our best to try and meet those standards. I. I have another request in that direction that might help. Hmm. There was a way to spread the word in the city and amongst those who travel to not speak of us. We should probably not be hailed in this city at all. Our name should be struck from any record of it. Lower leans forward on the table. No, I see. you're right. There is merit to that. That will be difficult. Many here look up to you. They see you as the the salvation of the city, but I believe we can go about and speak with them and help instill the idea that it's for the better good that you are not mentioned. Best to be nameless at this point. It's for their own safety. It's for everybody. We who must not be named. The unmentionables. <laughs> the unmentionables. <laughs> You're a I love terrible it. person. Yeah. Right to us is the unmentionables. I like it. Larissa's. Uh, I did find some research on uh, some of these vestiges you were seeking. Oh, yes. Um, there is what I could bring forth from the Cobalt Reserve in, White, in uh, Western. 
Uh, there is an artifact that lies in the Feywild, swallowed by a terrible tree. Yes, the Warden. What's the name of it? Vestiges. Vestiges. The Wrath of the Feywarden. So you found some information yourself? Uh, just, just the name. Right. And that it's in the Feywild, but nothing more. Uh, it is this tree that holds it. It's a tree seeded by the betrayal of an archfey whose hatred burned into a black heart of disease. The cleansing rivers of the Gilded Run prevent the spread of the shade murk bog that seeps from it. Sounds nasty. That doesn't sound very fun, no. Wait, the name the of the shade murk bog? The shade murk bog. Sounds awful. That seeps from this tree is held at bay by the rivers of the Gilded Run. The the rivers are called the Gilded Run? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that helps us. Those are clues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and the shade, shade mark bog pours out of the out tree. Out of the cancerous tree. The tree is responsible for a swampy bog. Best and, I could ascertain from my research. And Fen, 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 what's Fen, the name? Fen, Fenthrus, Wrath Fenthrus of the Fey is inside of the tree that is terrible. It is very possible. Okay. Do you know anything about the vestige itself? Unfortunately, most of the Cobalt Reserve was destroyed, and I was under siege at the moment from the return of the dragons. <sighs> Did you happen to find in, in your research what perhaps we might face in the Feywild? I mean, we, we've learned a little bit of it, but I know it's going to be rather dangerous. I've not been there myself, to be honest. It creeps me out. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. I did find also about the Spire of Conflux. Uh, it is a staff that can bend the elements and was taken into the abyss by Joran the Sea Speaker, hero of the Verdant Expanse, but four centuries back and was never heard from again. Joran the what? Joran the Sea Speaker. He speaks to the sea? Perhaps. Or just the letter C. Cookie <laughs> <Looking> monsters. <laughs> hero. I do have some research about the dragons as well. Oh. So, I've done a bit of looking into the personality types, the habits of some of these chromatics you may be coming up against. Um, the, uh, the black dragon you seemingly already dealt with, if word is to come to me correctly. Yes. Which is magnificent and well done. Very dangerous, let's hope they don't decide to strike back soon. Um, however, I think we didn't provoke them in the cave at all, mm-hmm. Percival. If they came there, they were, would have been provoked, figured. I did find that the white dragons, um, they're more primal, and overall less intelligent than other chromatics. And some of this information you know. Yeah, like why am I writing this down? I know this shit. But, but what they do is they, uh, well, don't let the lack of intelligence lull you into comfort. Uh, they're also unpredictable and raw. Dangerous hunters, they stalk and ruin lands with ice and vengeance. Uh, the memory is eternal, and uh, recall every slight defeat and have been known to hold vendettas for centuries and centuries. Um, they despise other dragons, and this loose alignment with Thordak is stranger than the others with the white dragon, though Vorugal's distance to the others is intentional, most likely. Um, I mean, the entire alignment between them is strange, anyway. Yes. But particularly with the White Dragon, 
they generally steer very clear of or are bent on destroying any other types of dragons that may wander in their midst. Interesting. Um, green dragons, in particular, are manipulative, liars by nature, uh, finding pleasure and to power over others through deceit and promises of wealth and glory. They corrupt, uh, they play subservience to other dragons, and then plot the demise to claim their hordes, the, the, the seedy underbelly, uh, underbelly of the uh, chromatic world, if you will. They amass powerful allies, human and beyond, to their will, bending them and using them as tools. Um, and their, their life and their very presence is poison to those around them, and is the the very basis of their uh, danger. Uh, they corrupt the air around them to be venomous. Um, I found a bit about this Raishan you mentioned, and uh, word has spoken, though little that exists out there, that she is also a very practitioned weaver of the arcane arts. So be warned. So much so that she could almost pass as a druid wielding natural magic. I can imagine that's quite within her grasp. Can I've heard rumors of her calling the sky down upon her enemies. Uh. Previous individuals that hoped to raid her space were swallowed in quaking earth as she laughed from above. Druidy things. I want to kill her so hard. <laughs> I want her to die. Do we know where these where these dragons have been all this time? Where they were banished to? I mean, most of these dragons lived their lives wherever they once were before. Uh, Raishan used to exist in the mountains outside of Singorn, and actually had amassed quite a sizable horde of followers, lizardmen, lizard folk, all sorts. Thordak. Thordak was banished to the, to the fire. Thordak we had banished, yes. Uh, Thordak, Thordak in particular, Red dragons are true tyrants, uh, built on impulse and rage, uh, arrogant to the core. They, they, they see themselves uh, as rightful rulers over all. And Thordak, the king of all other dragons as well. Now, he is powerful enough to amass networks of spies and followers far beyond just the dragons that we've battled, I'm sure. So the more time that passes, the more powerful that network will become. Fuck. I've, I've had a terrible thought, and it is sort of my business to have terrible thoughts. What else has been banished to the fire plane? A genie? Well, I say this because if I were to slowly open a portal to the fire plane and power it and make it bigger and bigger and bigger, eventually it would be a hole into that dimension that's big enough for a dragon to fit through, but still not big enough for me so I need to keep eating to make it bigger. And maybe they might be looking for what's down there so they can feed it and make a bigger hole. Just a thought, it may be nothing. You think there's something bigger than Thordak in the fire plane? It's, I have terrible thoughts, it's a terrible thought. I mean, I'm sure there is something bigger than Thordak, probably in the fire plane, but it would we be, closed the fire, shall I close the portal? That's That may that's not have been the portal. That that's was the portal that, that Thordak came out of. It ripped apart my entire 
That may just be where he escaped. There might be, that power may still be flowing. Well, Alora, how did you lock him in the fire plane to begin with? Well, we had, through Clever's subterfuge, managed to have a member of our team work as a follower of Thordak, work into his greater trust and convince him that to perpetuate his wealth, his growth, his strength, and that he needed to truly embrace the essence of fire. And there are, there are crystals, there are remnants of the first war that exist in this world and others. The very core of the elemental chaos itself, the hearts of the titans left behind, these heartstones are the, the very basis, or at least shadows of the basis of what made the elements when creation came to be. We had found one of these on the fire plane, but the nature of these is they cannot be removed. Uh, if they are brought beyond the plane themselves, they generally shatter, and the few that can be brought across temporarily the magics that contain them do weaken, and those that attempted to harness their power leave it to ruin, destroying all around them before it whirls itself into a frenzy of uncontrollable arcane mass and then destroys everything nearby. These were many of the fools who ushered in the beginning of the Second War. So, essentially we convinced Thordak to find one of these in the plane and convinced him that he had the power to contain it. Once there, all of our forces gathered in. We attacked him, pressed him down, and the gem that we had convinced him, the heartstone that we had convinced him to take into himself, well, we found a way to seal it, to banish it permanently to that plane so he could not escape. All right. So, that's all good. But he did escape. Could could he still potentially have it inside of him? Exactly. That was my question. Well, she asked it, so <laughs> technically it's hers. I she turns and, and uh, <laughs> you can see Gilmore is now sitting at the table like this. I got a very good close at that dragon. A very good close look to finish my sentence. <laughs> I've been drinking plenty of wine tonight, don't judge me. It's, it's the best wine. Yeah. It's the best wine. It is very, very expensive. The fine wine. It is the best. Thank you, Grog, it's wandering. <laughs> but his mass, his unforeseen size to a creature like that, I couldn't help but notice that within his torso there was a pulsing heart of red glass. All right. Looks over to Allura. food makes all of us. Allura kind of nods. Well, if that is the case, then it's, I think, it's very much a chance that he did escape with the Hearthstone intact. I have a question. We got one of the um, vestiges in these Titan Stone knuckles made from the Hearthstone. If I left a plane with these, are they going to blow everybody up? 
an intact heartstone as the true source of power. Those have been carved from one, an inert one, or at least they carry but a smidgen of the power. I think you're safe, Rob. Oh, thank God. It's <laughs> you. Yeah. Which one? <laughs> cord. Ah, cord. <laughs> I got it. Uh, I'll lean in again. I have been keeping an eye on Iman from this distance as well. It seems that Thordak's very essence twists the land with elemental magic. My distant views of the city have shown the center of the town cracked with volcanic fire as he digs and burrows beneath the city itself. Fuck. Oh, fuck. Why, why is he digging and burrowing? He's reshaping the land. Or is he looking for something? This is a dick. Yeah. He's out looking for something? He might be looking for something. He so might these be making... heartstones embrace the essence of where they reside? Their essence created where they reside. So, and he has a heartstone of the fire elemental plane living inside of him. A heartstone. There a are many. Heartstone. So, right. I need more wine. Do you think he was just making himself at home, or do you think he was looking for something? I don't know. He seems pretty lax. From what I can tell from my investigations, uh, the major step of the concave's plan is already over. Take over everything. Now they settle into the divided territories and forget each other. Now I feel that Thordak is far too old and covetous to be content with just him on. And this was vengeance, which is now complete. Who knows what the next stage in his terrible design is. So you're thinking the Chroma Conclave was simply a temporary alliance? There are very few permanent alliances between chromatic dragons. Well, that's good. Maybe they won't seek vengeance. Don't be so hopeful if they'll tear each other apart. Maybe the the white one will want to help kill Thordak with us. Turning them against each other is not a bad idea. Our our best hope at this point is to just amass power. We are not strong enough. No. But we will get stronger. Does the Hearthstone make him even stronger than he already was? I don't know, but he uh. was not that large when we sealed him. Shit, so we can take, yeah, yeah. We can pry it over his body, yep. we can shrink him down. Perfect plan. So we can go inside a dragon again. We can go in another dragon. Any dragons one, on one the outskirts of the town? Have there been any flyovers or close calls within a, yeah. say, 50 to 100 miles or so? Any reports? Miles, there were reports of the uh, the white dragon a week ago, south of us, far south of us. Far south. Doing what, just flying? Just flying, flying east. Unless they know what's underneath the, the castle, there's nothing of value here. And we do we know where Vorogal has taken up a roost? No one knows? No. no. Trying to scry, but they're apparently protected against that now. What about means of protection for Whitestone? Do you have a defense plan, a warning system? Uh, We're just getting now to that point. Maybe a few weeks before we're ready to go. It's a lot to build, and it's a very big space to protect, but me and Drake are working on some ideas. <sighs> Do you know exactly how these hardstones are forged? They're not forged, they, they 
existed. They were the hearts of the primordial titans that existed on this world before the gods even came here. They were the true denizens of this world before any of us. This is an awesome dinner, by the way. <laughs> Super good. So good. I love game meat. I'm sorry. Mm. It's been a very tense time. Uh, this wine is really good. All right. It's very good. Perhaps the rest is in order for all of us. It's been a lot. I'm so sorry. It's good to see all of you. You as well. Allura brightens You've up done a little so bit. You can, much. you can see that she like feels guilty that she just did this kind of information dump and is like, uh, it's good to see all of you. It's good to see you. <sighs> well, let us rest for the evening. Drinks less for wine, stands up. I'm talking tomorrow. She gets up. Kima, I'm coming, let me finish. <laughs> no, seriously, it's good to see you all. I'm glad you're all right. He should have been with us. He should have been with you, I didn't know you sorry, left. Sorry, Kima, it takes. okay? Better. It's not it, great, though. It's getting better. It lives. It, it lives. lives. That's true. It stands. Does my house still stand? <laughs> What's a house, really, but a bunch of bricks? That's <laughs> oh, fine. Always make it, Kima. <laughs> Object in permanence. <laughs> Next time you're going there, you tell me. No, yes, we will. We will be returning. Mm. On one condition. Don't wear any more dresses. <laughs> you saying I wasn't pretty, Grok? I like you in your armor better. That's why I missed you. <laughs> she sounds like smack. <laughs> 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 All right, kitties, sleep it is. Kimmy gets up and joins Allura, and they both leave. Gilmore stands up. Uh, Realm Seer stands up. All right, everyone. Rest well. See you in the morning. And uh, glad you're all safe. Good night, Sean. Good night, everyone. Good night, Sleep well. Everyone. They all leave. So we rest here for a night or two and then to the Fae? Yeah, Fae was. Or to the. We even have like a, a, ge- a geographic demo. Graphic location to look. True. Yeah. We do. Yeah, yeah, we I feel, do. I feel yeah. the Feywild close to us. Well, you say we go get you a new bow. We could go get me a new bow. There's also the the ocean. Yeah. Nah. Let's go get you a bow. Let's I'm gonna pour another bow. glass of wine. Ugh. Ocean next. I could go off to get the ocean one herself. No. That's a shitty That's idea. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you. I think you've had too much to The two of you together. Yeah, I like the ocean. (laughs) I don't really like the ocean. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys all going to rest? I have one thing I'd like to do. Okay, what do you want to do? I want to go back to our little cave that we dug out under where the sun tree is. Is that still there? Yeah, it's still there. I want to go there, and I want to kind of like sit down and meditate for a second. And I want to cast Speak with Plants. Have a little chat with the sun tree. Okay. <laughs> you cast the spell, you reach out and touch the roots of the tree, the roots of which have more color than they did before. The dull gray has come more of a, uh, a full brown, 
Um, the earth here smells of fresh, damp earth. Uh, the, the tree, while still in the winter phase, is definitely uh, teeming with life to where it once didn't. Um, I, I reach out and I touch the roots. Can I just kind of like feel, sense like the arcane ley lines that Alora was talking about that the tree is kind of in the center of? Mm, not really. Um, in speaking to the tree, you can you can ask questions, um, but you're not quite. You find yourself unable to tune into that <laughs> or tap into that source of magic uh, at this place, at least. Okay. Uh, so I just reach out and touch a tree, and I say, "Hey, old friend." How you feeling? Doing better? Hey, bud. Much better. <laughs> You're pretty cool, Suntree. Suntree, a okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Suntree? Yeah? <laughs> I was just wondering if you knew. If you could tell me anything about this terrible cancerous tree and the was, <laughs> if you knew anything about it, he might be like your brother. Tree or cancer? Something. What? No, no. Okay, there's this tree in the Feywild, and it might have a man living in it called Fenthris, and a man. What? No, sorry, that's the name of the bow. Bow is in it, named Fenthris, and it might be a really sick tree. Can you tell me where there's a really sick tree? Maybe in the Feywild? That sounds sad, but no, I don't know a tree like that, sorry. <laughs> I've been here in Whitestone since day one. <laughs> Wanna play Born hacky sack? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I graduated from Berkeley, made my way to Whitestone. Smoke the doom. Barkley. Cool. Birkenstocks. Um, <laughs> I like it. Hey, Sentry? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, you apparently kind of live in the middle of all these arcane ley lines of the world. Yeah. <laughs> How far do those stretch? Like long way, Kiki. Long <laughs> <laughs> <Long> way. <laughs> Can you kind of give me like a rough idea? Like, do they go to the other side of the world? Are you, can you kind of stretch all over the world? Nah, just right here. Pelor put me here for a reason. Who? Pelor? Yeah. Right. So you're not like a natural tree. You're a tree from the gods? Sure. All right. Well, anyway, you're really awesome, sun tree. Speak for yourself, Kiki. Yeah, you're so cool. Um, okay, well, it's good talking to you. You too. I'll walk through you soon, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> and then I leave. Right. I, uh, I want to make a once-over on Vax and make sure that... So you did, you got all the blood off them. What are you doing? Yeah, I mean, we got bar. all cleaned up for tonight. I just want to make sure you didn't ruin it by yeah. keeping some of the blood in your freaking don't, uh, hair. Don't I look all right? I'm fine. What's your problem? Nothing, just all making right. sure you're doing all right. Yeah. All the blood's gone. Yeah. You're great. It's all gone. I'm doing much better. Good. Much better. 
You ready for the Feywilds? So fuck no. no. No, not ready, but, you know, we can do it. Uh, super, so. Yeah. Lock over to Percy. I was about to leave the, to walk out the door, but, uh, but if you're walking. Before you leave, I whisper in your ear. You still have a little blood behind your ear. Do you want to take a walk with me? Sure. Take a very quiet walk around Whitestone. I want to pass all of the temples that are either still standing or destroyed in stone. I want to just take a temple tour, not stopping, not talking. I just want to see what they look like. Uh, Palo looks good. Uh, the one in the cemetery? One in the cemetery is still under construction. That one needs a little more work. Uh, while in the cemetery, um, I assume that it's still a mess. Uh, most of the graves have been refilled. Corpses have been brought back. Uh, most of the dead that were, in, you know, brought forth from the previous owners uh, have been returned. Uh, it was one of the first order of business that the people who live here did was to return their uh, families to the earth. Is there? Is there? I, uh, there was a couple lords crypts in there. Was there an Anders family crypt at one point? Like, uh, there would have been, yeah. So, cool. All right, I'm going to walk back to the castle with you in tow, and I'm going to find Zara. Okay. Uh, Are you going to tell me why you went and saw the Raven Queen? Yes, come. All right. You come back to you know to the study where you originally found Zara. She's still there, pouring over books, but is now half asleep. Like she's a little candle that's starting to like flicker out, and she has her. Feet up on the desk, and she her tail's kind of curled up, and she's like falling asleep into the book as you walk in. Yeah. What? What? I, uh. We all need sleep sometimes, honey. Uh, sleep's for the boring. <laughs> I have a task for you if you uh, have the time and energy for something a bit quiet, but necessary. Hmm. What do you ask, Percy? I'm going to have the deeds to the Anderson family crypt transferred to your name. I want you to clean it out, throw the bodies wherever he has disgraced himself, clean them. And if you can, and if you can find people who can do it, I want to very quietly in that crypt create a small shrine for the Raven Queen. This will help, and I bring out the vial of blood from the pit. Perhaps they will know what to do with that. But I would like her to have a quiet mark in this city. Is this for you or for my brother? It's for your brother, so that he can help us. We're apparently all in this together. I give Percy a kiss on the cheek. Oh, thank you. Blood. Uh, we, all right. need, uh, we need all the help we can get. Very well. I'm sure it can be done. I've never owned a crypt before. I'm excited. It's exciting. <laughs> mm. Takes the vial and sets it on the table. I think it suits you. Tell anyone you like where I went. I'm, uh, it's not a secret. I just wasn't ready to. I don't think your brother. I would hate for him to think I'm competing. I just had some questions. I won't tell anyone, Percy. Thank you. Your business is yours. And mine, because I noticed. <laughs> Thank you for noticing, and. I'm trying hard not to make it my business. It's hard to remember sometimes. <sighs> That's awful, isn't it? 
I'm going to go to my room. Oh, Percy! Oh, yes? Sorry. Um, if Zara wanted to make some dragon arrows, could she use stuff here in the castle? Uh, I'll talk to my sister on the way out. I'll write her a letter and see if they can, they may have to delve into our materials for it, but I think it will. Uh, yes. We'll talk about using our materials for such a thing. And uh, I'll, yes, we'll, we'll talk to her about that. I'm going to do my little thing, and if it works, great. If not, I will speak no, not of it. Okay. While, so. Go ahead and make your tinkering check. Thank you. <coughs> Better. 30. That'll do. I craft a brooch. It's not even a brooch, it's a clasp. Um, using, I had built pieces of it earlier, uh, earlier on in the game for the last few weeks. I've been working on this. I had taken the... Uh, Raven skull that you gave me, and made a mold and poured melted silver into a bird skull, a silver bird skull. Taken a ruby and set it behind it, built it into a into a clasp that does not reflect, and in it put a, sat, uh, a sachet of a sachet of a um, satchel. Sachet. 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 Thank you, my sachet. brain. Coffee of myrrh and uh, and. Uh, Frankincense. <laughs> <laughs> Myrrh, sandalwood, and uh, 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 opium, uh, and uh, uh, dragon's blood. Uh, not real dragon's blood, but, but dragon's blood. Uh, uh, true blood. Sap, it's a sap, it's a true sap. Mm -hmm. Put the whole thing together. You've had opium this whole time, and you haven't? <laughs> it's not like, it's just pop. What does it do, what does it do? You will find out when, it's, when I present it. All right. Everyone else going to rest? So I ran out of dinner super fast, and I ran outside of Vax's room, and I took the jug, and I whispered into it, oil, and I poured one quart of oil on the ground outside of his door. Looked around real quick. Is there anyone in the hallway? Uh, make, a, make a perception check. <laughs> 10. Looks clear. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll run away. <laughs> Alrighty. That was super awesome, and I can't wait to see the outcome. But before that happens, I was standing right here when these two walked off, so I'm waiting in the exact same spot for my sister to return. A lot of time passes. It's fine. It's A few fine. hours pass before she returns, but she eventually does. Sorry, I might have Are you still here? Did yeah. you go to bed? I will. I took a little bit of a nap. In the dining hall. Uh, yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> um, you know, uh, you're a grown-ass woman and you're twice as strong as I am. So I know. your business is your business. Just, um, both eyes open, yeah? Always. <laughs> I'm very perceptive. <laughs> don't do that to me. Two wings. Don't, <laughs> don't, please, don't ever, ever, ever do that I to me again. I love you so much! And if you do, you will never use that wink on me again. It is, it is not for me. Right. <laughs> Just, um, he's charming, but both eyes open, please. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, the fuck you don't. I'm gonna go to my room now and see if I splat on the floor. All right, make perception check. <laughs> <laughs> 
Don't want to know where we. I'm proud of you. Sorry, buddy, it's a 31. <laughs> As you approach the door, you look down and see a smear of dark reflective oil across the walkway, about two feet leading up to your uh, room. You guys have a cluster of rooms in this long hallway. And it, and, and it, it arcs around like an L. So you guys are in like this big L of all your rooms kind of scattered throughout. Uh, how thick is it? Is it viscous? Yeah, it's pretty slippery. My hand in it, does it, does that stay? Oh, the hand stays for a minute and goes away. Yeah, it's pretty thick. All right. Also mm. has, has a fume to it. <laughs> okay, um, I'm gonna scrape a bunch of it uh, up just into my hand, so I have a big handful of it. And I'm just going to go to Grog's room. And I'm going to slowly, just at the door, uh, take time to write Grog smells <laughs> like farts. <laughs> and. I walk by as he's doing this and poop. say, Do you want to help? You know he can't read, right? <laughs> <laughs> I picked specifically small words. <laughs> Pooh. Well, he can read that. Then I draw, I then, no, I tell you what I do. <laughs> Pull down my breeches. And I put the oil on my butt and I go. <laughs> well, my print. Little signature. Oh, All right. Well then. Preschoolers run a market. Get busy living or get busy dying. <laughs> all right, you guys all get to bed. Anything else when we're done? I just told Pike she looked real pretty tonight, and I, I go back to my reading. Okay. Uh, you guys all find yourself uh, back to your respective rooms, resting for the night. Some doors adorned differently than others. Um. Part way into the evening's resting, like, like we'll say the wee hours of the morning, post midnight or so, uh, your door opens slightly, Vax. Um, and you hear a little on your door. Yes? You look over and you see Gilmore pop his head in with a soft smile. I'm sorry if I'm. Waking you up, I, uh... It's all right. Here, and he takes a, looks, produces what's like a folded pile of material and throws it at the foot of your bed and goes, come back, I made you a gift. Put it on, come walk with me a while. We have a lot to talk about. I open it up. It's a, a very well-crafted silk robe of like dark blue and black, uh, beaded, nice against the skin. It's a really, really nice. There's a wooden screen in the room. I go behind it and I wipe any oil. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. It looks all right. All right, and I put it on. All right. He just waits for you patiently yeah. in the hallway. Sure. So he just kind of begins walking along, kind of puts his arm out to you. Hey. Take his arm. You guys walk up along the hallway, leads you to a, a staircase that leads up further, and he goes, I know a lot has happened these recent months, and I've been watching from afar, keeping tabs on your journey best that I can. But I still know so little. And 
uh, you ascend the lengthy staircase and you make your way to the higher floor. Uh, you eventually open an intricate door and walk out onto a wide balcony in that tower that overlooks the grounds and the castle before you. Uh, the beautiful moonlight, the night air. Uh, you see the moon is nearly full and the white light illuminates the densely forested countryside surrounding the castle. Okay closes the door and walks up to you at the edge of the of the balcony, looking over at all, kind of elbows on the edge. Some time has passed, Vax, and much of the world moves on to newer, greater threats. But true pain never really heals. He turns to you, steps up to you, looking you close in the face. You hurt me deeply. It continued to hurt. Agony. For weeks. Months. Pain I had never experienced. It's all I can think about. Can I make an inside check? You would if you had time. Oh my god! <laughs> The pain hits you suddenly, before anything else does, as you're lost in that face and the sudden feeling and sensation of terror and horror. Um, you suffer uh, 18 points of piercing damage, and uh, I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Well, that's my specialty. Constitution save? Mm-hmm. Eleven. You feel the poison. Wow. I'll use luck. Well again. Eighteen. Eighteen, okay. You feel what should be a pulse of poison hit your system and you just manage to fight it off. As suddenly you look down and there is Gilmore holding a blade thrust into your stomach. Your robe's now beginning to fill with crimson red around the wound. It's in that moment you see him pull you in and stare into your face with a very, very low growl. It's all I think about. And you watch as a flicker to his form happens and you see for a second there's a flash, not skin, but fur. You see teeth, you see whiskers. And the hand holding the dagger is facing the other direction. That's where we're going to end tonight's session. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Critical Role Podcast. If you enjoyed this past adventure of Vox Machina, you can catch us live on Thursday nights at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time at twitch.tv slash geekandsundry. Is it Thursday yet? Hello, fans of Dungeons & Dragons and actual play podcasts. Lovers of lore-rich storytelling, phenomenal characters, and grand adventures. The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast, would like to invite you to check out our actual play. We're a top-charting podcast with a thriving community and over 200 hours of epic story for you to binge. I catch up on. The Homebrew is a D&D 5th edition campaign reskinned as a huge sci-fi space opera. Join us anywhere podcasts are found by searching The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast. One more time, that's The Homebrew, a D&D play podcast.